0: Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like all times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Way back. It's the Monday morning throwback.
1: <laughs> Every Monday morning,
0: throwback.
1: All the way back to 2011 with this one, Shaw. 13 years ago. hmm Talking to Rob Van Dam, former ECW, WWE, TNA, former all of them, (laughs) essentially wrestler. Uh, He was going into a big matchup against Jeff Hardy on TNA Impact for the heavyweight title. And we got him on the phone to talk about that, to talk about the stiffest workers in the world of wrestling. All right guys who are known to be tough also some of his music choices for coming out to the ring back in the ecw days rob van dam would come out to some pantera Hmm. but uh here's a little clip of our interview with rob van dam from 2011 one more question before you go you've uh, come out to the ring uh to a lot of entrance themes most notably probably pantera's walk when you were in ecw uh is pantera your favorite band
0: um they're definitely up there you know i get a lot of energy uh especially from that song and of course i relate it to Bonzi blowing his whistle getting ready to come through the curtain and all that the crouch and rvd like they used to do like before the show started through all the matches all the way up to the main event back in the old ecw days. uh they're definitely they're definitely up there man i'm not probably as musically inclined as you are so i'm more about feeling the energy
1: Rob Van Dam, the whole effing show. Hello. Talked to him back in 2011, our entire interview on the website. If you want to go give it a listen, the Monday morning throwback taking you back. 13 years show. And uh, speaking of wrestlers and wrestling, there is going to be a uh, couple of wrestling shows in the area. One on Friday here in Lacrosse. And then one in Saturday up in Eau Claire. Okay. And Jimmy the Mouth of the South Hart is going to be uh, stopping by oh. on Friday morning to talk to us.
2: He's a legend, isn't he?
1: Yes. He's the guy with the megaphone. Yeah. So don't tell Lori. I don't want her anywhere near Jimmy the Mouth of the South. <laughs> Jimmy's like Jesse James Dupree of Jackal. You just say go and yeah. he goes. Mm-hmm. I don't need to I don't need to answer. Pull I don't, up a chair and I don't need to ask, ask him questions. I don't need to say anything. I just say he comes in and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. blah and he does his own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart is uh, coming in. I know uh, River City Championship Wrestling here in Lacrosse has got a show on Friday. I believe it's at the Royal Vingers. We were just there for Pat McCurdy this past Friday. And so Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart is coming in this week. They're going to do a meet and greet autograph session, the whole nine yards. And
3: then headed to Eau Claire on Saturday. And then
1: I believe he's, he's going to be up in Eau Claire as well on Saturday. It's a double dip, so we'll talk to him i believe on friday morning just after eight o'clock he'll me- talk to
3: us
2: yes. Mean, yes what you
1: meant in studio so that'd be really cool give me the mouth whoa you ever seen his jackets
3: they're very loud aren't
1: they he's got some yeah boisterous jackets colorful yeah
3: he's coming in in person
1: yeah Woo. i know i'm excited this is your wake-up service you want the best that's the best
4: part yeah it's the best part
0: ah, that's the best you got it. Make me laugh. The best of your rock mornings. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7, The Rock.
2: Man in Georgia is accused of shooting 127 rounds at ninja-like people that Ooh. he believed were after him. 37-year-old Richard Ray West is accused of shooting approximately 127 rounds from a 40 caliber handgun while under the assumption that ninja-like people were chasing him. Mm. During the incident, this guy destroyed a mini-fridge, a microwave, a metal desk, a television, a space heater, and two computers belonging to the owner of J&R Cycle Shop. Following the shooting, West also stole a motorcycle from inside the shop before. I'm
1: assuming he wanted to use that to get away from the ninjas. From the
2: ninjas that were chasing him. Go
0: ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja,
1: go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go.
2: They were going right after this They game. can't
1: be very good ninjas if you can see them. Right. Isn't that their it's sort it's of their stealth. call? Their calling card? Is it their stealthy? Mm-hmm.
3: We saw you when you were kicking out the bathroom <laughs> great Nobody in the door. It. They saw a, the aftermath. Being a ninja.
1: Found out that apparently I'm not the only person who likes to get drunk and come to work and kick things.
2: <laughs> All ninja style.
1: Found that out up in Eau Claire
2: the last <laughs> week. Uh, Punk Satani Phil predicted in early spring for just the 20th time since Groundhog Day started over 130 years ago. But a few states over things were not all rainbows and butterflies last Friday. Kentucky has its own weather predicting groundhog named Major or had their own groundhog Uh because Major died Uh on Groundhog Day
1: Before or after his prediction?
2: Uh, In between, kind of. Before you get Pete on the phone, this guy wasn't mishandled. His shadow didn't scare him to death or anything. He's close to 10 years old, which is pretty old for a groundhog, and they say he died of natural causes. Sadly, he was just about to retire. This was set to be his final year of predicting before he turned things over to his protege, a younger groundhog named Josie Burrow. Named after Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow. The Wildlife Center says right before Major passed, he coached Josie through her first forecast and, just like Phil, also said... We will have an early spring. How
3: the hell do you coach? You just go see whether you have a, sh- a shadow
1: or not. There's no there's coaching. There's a lot more to it than that. Hey, come You're on. Go and I to speak in Groundhog all, all the pomp and circumstance. You got to be prepared. You I gotta... looked up
3: Groundhog's uh, uh, life expectancy. Yeah. We were talking about that. Uh, 14 years. So he, he actually didn't quite make it. Mm-hmm. Especially in captivity, they say they can live longer. But
1: And they've been doing Punxsutawney for, what, 140 years? years? Yeah, so there's been... 20 maybe 20 of them 10, 15, 20 somewhere around there of different groundhogs that have predicted the weather
3: Mm -hmm. Watch Groundhog's Day on Friday night We watched it I
1: I watched it uh, (laughs) (laughs) when I got home on Friday afternoon and then the wife ended up staying up late and watching it after we got home Mm -hmm. from Pat McCurdy Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to stay up and watch (laughs) it again
2: (laughs) Yeah, but it's like a rule. If Groundhog Day is on TV on Groundhog Day, you are forced to watch it, I think, yeah. And women could maybe do this, but it's tougher when you're a man. young guy near San Bernardino, California, was at a public park the other day and needed to use the restroom. But the men's room was full. Mm -hmm. So he figured he'd just pop into the ladies' room real quick, which was empty at the time. Unfortunately, two women walked in right after him and thought he was a perv, so they oh, went back out and told no. someone. That someone was 33 year old Rudy Vasquez, who waited outside with a gun uh-huh. and when the guy came out, Rudy shot him in the knee and then pistol whipped him. Oof, People geez. at a nearby skate park knew the victim and confirmed he's not a perv. He's a well-liked guy who happens to hang out at the park a lot. Luckily, paramedics got him to a hospital and his injuries are not life-threatening. Uh, the guy who did the shooting fled the scene, threw the gun out his car window when cops pulled him over. He now facing charges for attempted murder some people feel bad for him though because the park has had apparently some issues of late with weirdos lurking around the restrooms
1: good bad I'm the guy with the gun did the girls maybe not give a, a, an accurate description as to what was going on in there like
2: well I don't think they hung around long enough to get an explanation I think they walked into the ladies rooms see there's a guy in there and
1: so he's in there they don't have urinals in the women's room, so it's not like he was unzipped and out, right? I would presume not. So he was probably fully clothed and he's just standing in there, and then they run out and they tell Maybe the guy. Maybe he was with,
2: inside the stall. I don't know.
1: I know, but then they just, and the guy like immediately just starts capping, dude. I guess. I'm sorry, man. You, you, you overstepped your boundaries yeah, a little so too, bit right? there.
2: Yeah. It was innocent.
1: It was Is there not a conversation as to, like, hey, what the hell are you doing right. in there? You know, <laughs> like just pow, pow, pow. <laughs> Shoot first, ask questions later. Is that. Apparently. Then pistol whip the guy for good measure. Mm-hmm. What the
0: hell are you guys? It's the best of your rock mornings, <laughs> only on ninety five seven. The Rock.
1: Has the uh, Neuralink guy taken over the world yet? Elon Musk? No, the guy with the brain. The oh, thing.
2: the guy that actually got the implant.
1: Yeah, the Terminator. Uh, not that we've heard. No. Okay. All right. So you looking for Sarah Connor yet? <laughs> Most likely. We've got uh, people getting stuff been planted into their brains, Shaw. I, I know. It's a whole new world. Keep an eye on things. Make sure I'm safe. I gotta, I'm working on my panic. room. Th- Hopefully he's
2: being carefully monitored.
1: Working on my panic room in the basement. You just fry them with a, uh, like, with a, uh, what do they call those things? The fribrillator? Or no, maybe, well, maybe not one of those. But, like, what's the thing with the, uh, all the electromagnetic stuff? It shuts down all the... Eh... Uh. It's in movies all the time. Okay, shuts down all the electronics. (laughs) I keep wanting to say EMT, but it's not an EMT. AED? No, not an AED. What? That's a defibrillator. No, Mm -hmm. it's it's similar to that though. It's some sort of. What the hell is it called? Damn it! A mom. No, (laughs) it's some kind of, it's not a bomb in the sense that it's a bomb. I know what you're saying. It's an electromagnetic pulse or something and it it shuts down all the electrical items, right? Movies? Yeah, and they have some kind of acronym for it and I can't, my brain's not working right now. EMP. EMP, that's it. I knew it was a letter. Damn it, I was so close.
3: Pulse of energy produces a side effect.
1: Yeah, that's what we need. We need an EMP. (laughs) I need to get one of those in my basement in case that Neuralink guy comes around. Gets close to you, you can just... Do well, that. then I want to get up close and personal with the defibrillator. You got to get him. You got to hey, hit him with, you know, clear. This. With the EMP, I just boom, and everything in the neighborhood goes dark. Right? Good trick. According to the movies, if the movies have
3: <laughs> led you <laughs> in Must
1: the right true. direction, right? It's one of those things we need, Shaw. Mm-hmm. In case this Neuralink guy starts wandering around, <laughs> food and terminators, man. Thank you, Dean. Texted in, said EMP. Yeah, there you go. So did Brandon. So this is how you're going to protect yourself? from. My guy Adam sent me a message on Facebook, said uh, EMP, electromagnetic pulse. Alec texted in, said Neuralink, forget to pay your bill. Oops, sorry, bud. We're going to have to shut up your legs. (laughs) Well, that's what we've heard, right? That the practical use for Neuralink is that people who cannot walk or cannot use their arms or or cannot... (laughs) Can use the Neuralink to control their phone or their microwave. or Just sur- with their thoughts. With their thoughts, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't help them walk again, at least not yet.
3: But makes life a little bit easier around them.
1: But EMP sounds like the way to go, Shaw. If you want to protect yourself from this. Sort of like in the Matrix, right? When the, when the octopus things break in, you got to hit that EMP and it kills them all. Unfortunately, there's a whole bunch more of them hmm. that come through the gate there. So if but if I got the one Neuralink dude coming to my neighborhood, like, must find Brian Simpson, must find Brian, they give me your hard motorcycle, you know, I can EMP his ass, and then I'm good to go.
3: I don't know if you are got to be as worried about him coming as you do, like, in, uh, where the machines attack. You know, maybe it's like...
1: Well, this is the beginning. you got to put him down right away. Teach him a lesson right
3: well not the mich- people i mean like the
1: uh, you know A neuralink machine like the home base computer
3: well like microwaves or the fridge or like you know knives. Like they're coming alive <laughs> like maybe they will knives are coming <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't have an electric knife oh i'm a human being i cut with a regular knife not lazy not even a turkey no why would you use that on a tur- all you're doing is chewing up the meat get a sharp ass knife it cuts right through Blender. it like glass <laughs> Blender. I don't have a blender. Our blender Take your died.
3: hand off like a food we, had,
1: we got a blender for our wedding. This is hilarious. We got a blender for our wedding, and we uh, and and we loved it. It's a Ninja, right? So it's yeah. one of the top of the line ones, Shaw. Mm-hmm. And we used it a few times. It didn't really. It wasn't a daily thing or a weekly thing. You know, every I don't know, couple of months, we'd sure. you know make something. Usually it was grasshoppers, you know, some <laughs> kind of booze, drink, whatever. And then we moved into the new house, and I went to use it one time, and it didn't work at all. Oh. Completely dead yeah had to throw it away so you wouldn't
3: chop your hand up in a blender because you don't have one
1: I'm trying to think of my my home appliances that my massage chair could get me
3: oh okay if if yeah, there's, if there's anything
1: in. I use in my house more than my massage chair it's a television I I sit in that thing at least once a day love it and that thing could
3: squish you to death the Mom, issue, nobody's home
1: not really because so it what it is, it's like basically balloons, Shaw. They're called bellows. I know what you're or, yeah, talking
3: about. It sure. squishes you, though.
1: Right, but so they blow up with air and they squish you, and then there's a roller thing on the back. Um, but once they get to a certain point, they cannot inflate anymore, right? right so right. I'm I'm safe.
2: So you think? Yeah, well, I
1: saw
3: maximum overdrive. You're not safe.
1: Well, eventually it'll just pop. The the balloon thing will pop because it'll just overinflate. The roller thing, I don't. It really can't do any damage. I don't think. I think I'm I think I'm alright though. I gotta worry about the Neuralink guy walking around. <laughs> trying to think of the other appliances I have in my house that could kill me. I mean the microwave. Just rip the door off it. What are you gonna do? Hit it with a baseball bat. Stove. Eh. It grew arms, could suck me in. Right? Disposal. Garbage disposal. Ooh. Yeah, but you have to actively participate in that, and I don't put my hand in there. I'm trying to like the, the the massage chair is really the one because like I get into that thing, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> same with the hot tub, I guess. I mean, it could maybe the suction right could stick me to the side and then it overflows or something like that. Some and, sort of electric. But then how does it create more water? Yeah, it could electrocute. I suppose mm-hmm. it's got power and water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of anything. Well, you got anything at your house, Shaw? I don't think so. Like if your machines came to like life. If it
2: came alive that would do damage, no. Yeah. I don't have any smart anything in my house, so
1: Yeah, I mean TVs, PlayStation. No. No. Nope. I do have <laughs> I have a uh an air compressor in the garage that's mounted to the ceiling. And it's got a Hose that you can pull out, and then the hose also has power on it. So you can plug like a light into it and then use it to pump up your tires or whatever. But I don't know if that could do anything. You got a Roomba, Shaw? I do not.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: It could chase you around the
2: house. I'll take my chances against a Roomba. (laughs) You
3: didn't see
1: maximum overdrive. Yeah, you didn't. You're right. The sprinkler's turned on in that one. That one always gets me about maximum overdrive. That kid's riding his bicycle in the neighborhood, and this movie came out in, what, 86? Now, some people may have had their sprinklers on timers, but come on, dude. The whole neighborhood, all the sprinklers are going? <laughs> that's not what caused... The comment made all the machines go haywire, not your sprinkler. <laughs> um, that pisses me off every time I watch that movie. Because the sprinklers were... Have, did you grow up in the 80s? Nobody's <laughs> sprinkler was controlled by electronics. Nobody's. You go out there and turn, turn on, the, on the, the water and turn it off by hand. <laughs> And that makes me so mad. The lawnmowers, gotcha. The lawnmowers, gotcha. Fine. The trucks, gotcha. Fine. The blender, the 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 knife, and the all of it, get it. But the The sprinklers? sprinklers? (laughs) Come on, man. And what are they gonna do? Sprinkle you to death? Give me a break. Ain't no sprinkler gonna get me. I don't know why. It was one of those irrational things. Every time I see it, I'm like, That's so dumb.
3: You're like, Those aren't on sprinklers. I I get it. You're
1: selling the movie. The whole premise is things that are inanimate come to life. But come on, man, sprinkler. Come on, dude. Who are you fooling? Oh no! Water hit me! I'm sprinkled! Ah! I'm going down! 911, sprinkle!
5: Commence awakening.
1: You wanted the best. Got it. You, you got you, him a present. present? Multiple presents, but the big one, the big present he'd he Which up. was? It was a scrapbook that someone made for me with pictures of all the stuff. Of you we- and Pat
3: together? You guys are so good,
5: man. Oh my god, you are getting me! It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents! Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, big rock show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center, or just click around and get them here.
0: Best of your rock mornings,
1: every Saturday from 6 until 10 a.m. As I was telling Gene earlier, as I was getting ready for the program this morning, I came across a lot of food-related stories. Okay. And <clears throat> I thought maybe I'd smash them all together here, Shaw. We just talked about a uh, officer in New Jersey who was involved in an arrest on an Uber driver who was delivering some McDonald's. And after the Uber driver was taken into custody, one of the officers decided to complete the Uber driver's order. And when he showed up, apparently it was Snooki's husband that he delivered (laughs) the food to. Uh, So that's one. Here's uh, another one. There is a woman on TikTok, Instagram, social media, whatever you want to follow, who says that if you have constipation, and let's be honest, a lot of people... Have constipation this from time the, to time. The
3: trick is this: the magic. She pill? says
1: that you should eat an orange, an orange, you- including the peel. Oh no, I'm on all- the whole entire thing. The whole like schmortous- an apple, thing.
3: like chomp it down.
1: The whole thing, the peel. The rind, whatever you want to call it, all of it.
5: This is my viral constipation hack that literally works in five minutes. And it works about 95% of the time. So if you're needing a little push, try this constipation hack and wait five minutes. And if you've tried this before, let me know how it went in the comments below. Hey, we're all human and do the same thing. But sometimes we need Mother Nature to literally help us along. It's cheap, effective, and works fast.
1: You know me, Shaw. when they say literally, Mm -hmm. I am out. I have checked out. (laughs) Literally. It literally works. They say an apple a day keeps the doctor away, but what yes. about an orange. Uh, this lady on Instagram, at Lil Sipper, L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R, shared her step-by-step cure for constipation involves washing the outside of the orange, slicing it into wedges, coating each slice with cinnamon and cayenne pepper generously, and then eating the entire thing, including the peel. Wait five to ten minutes, and the rest is history. Apparently, it'll help you with your constipation. Bethany uh, is the name of the woman behind the account. Explain that it works because oranges contain some kind of... Nar- <laughs> a word. narin and uh, flavonoid shown to help with constipation in general. Studies show that naringenin can also have a laxative effect. I don't know, a nice cup of coffee and a smoke, Shaw. will do the same thing. <laughs> Anybody who's ever had cigarettes before, I'll tell you that. You have a cup of black coffee and a cigarette, and boy... Exactly. Right
3: the orange tough outer layer actually does contain a wealth of nutrients that can support your overall health and well-being. I don't but think it's one of those jam, things where you're
1: gonna die from eating the orange peel, but sounds gross though. I'm gonna try some Xlax first, <clears throat> or maybe some coffee. You know what I mean? Some some caffeine get that thing moving. It's always been okay on in my in, in my, uh, my book, When it comes to mm-hmm. getting things moving along down there. Uh, next up is uh, sriracha. You've got millennial oh, kids. Man. Oh, man. That's awesome.
3: It was impossible to find so, for like a year and a half, but it's back in stores now.
1: It was gone, and now it's back. Yes. And I think it was, was it supply chain issues, or was there something no, with the, gro- the, pe- the pe- floods? The, the, fl- the Yeah, the the go, weather.
3: Yes, and the peppers were, the, there was a specific pepper that makes the sriracha product, and they were in...
1: Well now the sriracha is back, but apparently some people are upset because it doesn't have the same flavor. They say it tastes like dirty carrots.
2: It's sticky, it's chewy, it's got a nice
4: anisey flavor with some soy sauce. Delicious. That's the old one. All right, now let's try a bite with few sauce. Mm-hmm. Delicious. So,
2: so good. So if you've run out of sriracha and you've been without and you go to the store and see a bottle of it on the shelf, I would buy it. I would taste it. And I would hope that yours is like mine
6: and tastes just like your old friend. And you'll be reunited with a a pantry staple, in my opinion.
1: Multiple users on one Reddit thread claim the new Hoi Fong Sriracha tastes like, quote, dirty carrots. Other Redditors notice the color of the sauce is now a bit more orange. Whereas the original is more of a dark red, the general consensus seems to be that the new stuff tastes different. Uh, allegedly not as hot as it used to be either. Huh. So, obviously, if you eat a ton of Sriracha, show it's your thing. And let's be honest, a lot of millennials, this is their jam.
3: I love Sriracha, by the way. The, uh, <laughs> sriracha, well, they thought it was going to be a few months, and it literally was a few years before you could find a bottle huh.
1: on the... Because of the peppers.
3: Uh, yeah, Yeah, drought and the shortage of the actual pepper that... Makes it
1: all right. So oranges for constipation. Sriracha has a different flavor. I didn't
3: notice that. We just got a bottle finally, and yeah. I, I, we had and we ordered Chinese on on uh, Friday night, and I didn't, I didn't notice.
1: And now the kid that's eating peanut butter. Have you heard about this kid? Mm-mm.
3: <laughs> like for a challenge.
1: A teenager in Iowa named Eli Milky launched an Instagram account called Peanut Butter Eater. 16. He promised to eat one tablespoon of peanut butter for every 50 followers he got. Quickly found himself in a jam, however, Shaw, after more than 100,000 people showed up to follow him in a single week. 100,000 in a single week. He's currently sitting at around 115,000 followers, which would be about 2,300 spoonfuls, 72 16-ounce jars. He's got... He... he overshot
3: his problems yeah, I think is that-
1: so. he and his parents thought better about it he stuck with the plan until day six when twenty thousand people followed him overnight at that point he said he'd eat a cup of peanut butter or half a jar for every ten thousand followers he got <laughs> yeah but even that's been a challenge a lot for of peanut him butter. his mom says he's gone through seven large 64 ounce jars in the past month which is 28 pounds of peanut butter shot
6: <laughs> in a month
1: When he hit 100000 he celebrated with a video where he covered himself head to toe in peanut butter, apparently. Uh, His brand of choice is Skippy, and they got on board pretty quick and sent him a bunch of swag. Uh, He's also started uh, posting paid content. He's got a video where he eats peanut butter, wearing a brand sunglasses. He's selling merch as well. Peanut butter eater sixteen on ins- on uh, Instagram.
3: All over the internet, they've been doing just certain things for so many followers, and I thought, well, peanut butter's pretty good. <laughs> My first thought was that it was
1: kind of funny, and then I started to be in awe at how fast his account was growing. I was expecting it kind of as a joke to get,
6: uh-huh. you know, maybe a couple hundred, but and then once it got in the thousands, it kept going, and I thought it was funny at first, and then <laughs> once I realized how much peanut butter I had to eat. <laughs> Then it wasn't much of a joke anymore.
3: And it was a lot of peanut
1: butter. I've spent pretty close to $150 on peanut butter to support this venture for him. You're like, one tablespoon, no big deal. Right. A couple people follow me on Instagram, no big deal. Well, 20, 30, 40, what's that, a jar?
3: When he when he made the, he's like, oh, I'll just, you right. know, I'll have some, it'll be funny. Maybe I'll get a few. This is a
1: crash course, though, on how to make money in this day and age, Shaw. Right? You find a, a thing to do on the internet, and if enough people get behind it, you Mm -hmm. can suddenly turn it around, start selling T-shirts, and making money, and getting free Skippy. Good for him. Now we move on to the not very good. Oh, so we had good, we had not very good, or not good, and now we have the very not good, Shaw. There's a guy who's eating raw chicken every day until it makes him sick. On purpose? Yes. And in the video that I watched, he's talking about eating. And I'm not talking about, like, a little bit of chicken. We're talking a whole breast of chicken, a chicken breast. And he eats it raw, Shaw. Uh, And then he says he's going to get on a plane. No, don't get on a plane. don't
4: want you on a plane. Day 18, eating raw chicken every day till I get a tummy ache. I got to get on a flight in about one hour, so I'm just having a quick breakfast. Don't try this at home. When you get chicken stuck in your teeth, you can use one of nature's toothpicks. Today we're going to try some chicken wings, and I got this hot sauce. It's from Hot Ones, and it's usually the last one that they use. I might have made a mistake.
2: At least he's putting some sauce on that raw chicken.
1: Simply goes by John on social media, viral over the last several days, devouring raw chicken every day since January 19th until he gets a, quote-unquote, tummy ache. Yeah, you can get more than that, dude. And get sick. You can obviously Google Raw Chicken Experiment if you want to find out more. It's on Instagram. Films himself eating chunks of raw chicken, which he then pairs with various sides and seasonings. Uploads no. a video daily. No. Why? What is his point? Says he has yet to get sick during his science experiments. He says, whenever someone tells me not to do something, it's always it always makes me a little more interested. This time, it was with chicken. Huh. <gasps>
3: Beyond the fact that it could make you really sick and all of those things that go with that, gross. Like the eating it part, the chewing and the taste and the...
1: Cannibal sandwiches. I mean, people eat raw meat, right? All the time. It's a delicacy in in the state of Wisconsin. (laughs) It says, I'm getting organic local farm stuff, which may give me a better shot. I decided to make the Instagram page do it as sort of a funny way, but that's the type of content I would want to see myself. I had to step up to the plate documenting his raw chicken experiment on Instagram, right. Shaw. Right,
3: I'm following the peanut butter kid, and I'm not following right. the chicken guy.
1: Good, not yeah. good, very not good. Mm-hmm. We're going back to good, Shaw. You want more good? Yeah, give All it right. to All right. Last night, a couple of college basketball games. This is nothing new. Promotions at, at basketball games, right, for free food. Sure. If the Bucks win, kids eat free kind of thing. Okay. The first one, North Carolina State. If the opposing team misses two consecutive free throws in the last eight minutes of a North Carolina State home game, everybody inside gets a free Chick-fil-A sandwich, chicken sandwich.
4: And they're chanting chicken in here because if she misses the next one, we get chicken. Let's do that chicken.
1: Let's do that chicken. I love it. Plank apparently this is a season long uh, a season long promotion offer available on Monday following a Saturday game two free throws are missed you get a free Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich you download or log into the app open the app before midnight of the winning game day to claim and then you redeem it the next day for the free Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich that was North Carolina State the other one Shaw was Virginia and this one Took it to the next level with free bacon.
0: So the kids are on the edges of their seats because everybody gets bacon. If in the second half, the opponent here misses two consecutive free throws.
4: And it's bacon time. bacon <laughs> time. Oh, the world's a better place. Bacon for everybody. <laughs> Some way
1: to get the crowd involved, isn't it? Yeah, Virginia Tech probably going to end up in the NIT rather than the uh, March Madness bracket. Didn't stop the Hokie student section from losing their minds. There's <laughs> a pair of missed Miami free throws earned the entire arena free bacon. You got to see the video, too. It's classic.
3: With the crowd going nuts oh or something? Oh,
1: man, <laughs> absolutely nuts. But there you go. Some food-related stories all jammed together, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Raw chicken, oranges with the peels, peanut butter kid, Free bacon, free chicken sandwiches.
0: Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning.
1: Good morning. Good morning to you too.
0: Rise and shine. The best of your rock morning. You Only on 95.7. The Rock.
2: Uh, Apple has released its new high-end Vision Pro, that fancy headset priced at about $3,500. Oh, man.
1: That that made waves
2: on Friday when the company released it, but one user's video demonstration led to police pulling him over. A user named Dante took to X to share a video of himself driving a Tesla with the Apple Vision Pro covering his
1: eyes. So he's using the self-drive function in the Tesla. Correct. And he's got the goggles on, yep. and he's doing some kind of homework or whatever. And he's beep. I don't know if he's playing
2: a game or what he's doing, but the yeah. brief clip shows this guy driving down the highway, visibly interacting with a screen visible only through his virtual headset, with his hands off of the wheel. The video abruptly transitioned to Dante being pulled over by police with lights flashing behind him as he sits in a parking lot. Apple's safety guidelines explicitly prohibit using the Vision Pro headset while operating a moving vehicle or engaging in any activity that requires attention to safety.
1: Maybe the uh, Apple and the Tesla can like talk to one another and say, hey, mm-hmm. dude, you can't use these when you're driving. No? Maybe. Is that too much to ask from the technology?
2: It may be coming. I wouldn't be
1: surprised. There was a guy at the... uh, He was courtside, I think, at a Celtics game. He was earlier, Yeah, like on Friday. He He was wearing the VR headset. Dude, you paid all that money to sit courtside, like right there on the court, Mm -hmm. to be that close to the action, and you're going to... Be
3: somewhere else. Right.
1: And it might have been a plant, you know what I mean? Like, uh, kudos to Apple, you know what I mean? You spend a little bit of money, and you get a ton of free advertising, because it goes viral on the internet, but yeah, I... How are these any different than regular VR uh glasses? Glasses, Shaw. I
2: I don't know. I'm I'm not that familiar with them.
1: They're just more expensive because they're out. Yeah, certainly
2: they're more expensive.
6: (laughs)
1: Right.
2: Right. Uh three years after New York approved recreational cannabis use, there is now a glut of ganja. The program uh has created a bottleneck of product with limited options to get it to market. The state of New York has only op- opened about 50 legal stores, yet state legal cannabis farmers grew enough product over the summer to supply up to 1,500 stores. Across the state, at least 250,000 pounds of cannabis, worth about $27 million, remain unsold. The state's 260 licensed cultivators and 40 processors urgently need to find a way to legally sell their crops or they'll have to throw them all away.
1: Throw them away? Yes. That's stupid. That's stupid. They
2: say the lack of sales uh, outlets is due to a variety of factors, including a small number of permits, uh, economic challenges, and challenges in buying or renting real estate to
1: operate stores. It's like throwing away food, man. Right. I get it when it's past the expiration date, but... It's perfectly good. Man, there's plenty of people that have a mouth that needs to be fed, yeah, Sean. They I mean, throw away food. There's mm-hmm. plenty of people who want to get high. Just give them the weed. You'll make more money. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of other states that need the weed, Shaw. Ship it somewhere else. (laughs) It just seems hard to believe, doesn't it? That Uh, that there's too much weed? Yes. Yes. And that they're going to throw it away?
2: Right. Hmm. We've said this many times, but when you're a police officer, you just never know what or who you're going to encounter with Mm -hmm. any given stop. Uh, Here's a story where a man allegedly bit off and spit out part of an officer's finger during his arrest. Uh. Uh, Police were responding to a possible domestic violence call in an alley. A man identified as Tyron Brooks was in the street yelling about someone pushing his friend down. He was described as out of control. When officers arrived, they saw a man standing over a woman who appeared terrified while sitting on the ground. He was standing as if he was ready to fight all while yelling erratically. Officers asked to speak with uh, the woman or, or with the man, but he refused to move away from the woman. Officers then tried to talk with her, but he blocked her from standing up and told him she couldn't speak with officers. Then he turned toward the woman, put his face near hers, yelling, and put his hand over her mouth when she tried to speak to police. Officers grabbed Brooks' arm to prevent him from hitting her. During a scuffle, Brooks allegedly pulled his hands toward his waistband, where police believed he may have had a concealed gun. Mm. They then took him to the ground, where he continued to resist. Brooks then turned over onto his back, where he was allegedly able to bite through an officer's left ring finger.
1: Like, through the bone, too? Yes, the bite completely
2: severed the of the officer's oh, finger, Brooks then turned his head and spat the tip of the finger out. Just the tip? Yes, he oh. was eventually handcuffed and arrested and is facing a slew of charges.
3: Ow! Ow, Jolly! Ow! <laughs> Jolly, that really hurt! <laughs> no,
6: Jolly bit me. And that really hurt, Jolly, it's
3: That That really hurt too when it went through the bone.
1: You get to get a couple of licks in there, don't you? Mm, No. mm, I know it's against mm, policy. mm, mm, No. mm, mm, mm. Dude bit my finger off, man. Right? Beating this woman in an alleyway. Couldn't control myself. Hard to feel bad for a guy who's going to bite somebody else's finger off. (laughs) Get a couple of good whacks in. No. Ugh. That's strong. Mm-hmm. You got bone in it, too? Well,
2: said the entire tip, so yeah, there's bone at the so tip of your finger. So
1: is that the first knuckle?
2: I believe. It's my
1: guess. Man. And just spit it out. We got to channel that guy's superpowers to mm. use for good. That's some kind of mutant power, right? Being able to fight through it. a finger?
3: I have to have the little bite guard things when I'm getting dental work. The whole, whole You lock up over there. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. I do.
6: Do. This guy's got TMJ's superpowers. he has
3: got too much power in there.
0: <laughs> Ugh. Let's put on a show. You're listening to the best of your rock mornings. We go out out. But let's be honest shaw's the real star of the show
2: some suggest she got a defective box do you
5: know what the date is
2: today february
4: 7th
5: it is national fettuccine alfredo day
4: fettuccine alfredo day
5: what you've got to be joking why
4: would i joke about that? I'd, I'd never joke about this it actually is national fettuccine alfredo day well, we should celebrate do something how should we celebrate we're totally making fettuccine alfredo Breakfast of champions Breakfast of champions yeah, and then i realized i'm not good at making fettuccine alfredo a happy national fettuccine alfredo
1: day it's showtime Bruh. I know that's your favorite It's National Fettuccine Alfredo Day All oh. All I saw this one coming When we had our list about a week ago Of things to look forward to in the month of February
3: You marked this one down
1: I uh, circled that on the old calendar shop, Pulled the shrimp out of the fridge Or the freezer They're uh, thawing Gonna cook those up when I get home Make a nice big batch of fettuccine mm-hmm, Alfredo, mm-hmm. add some broccoli florets. Is that how you uh, usually do it, or do you do chicken? Do you just do uh, I like plain? to do it with
2: a blackened chicken and oh, some uh, yeah. green onions, fresh green onions.
1: Yeah. I, there's several different ways, obviously, to serve up the fettuccine Alfredo. You can go just regular old fettuccine Alfredo with the sauce, right? A little Parmesan on top. Mm-hmm. You could add it, uh, you know, the shrimp, as I'm going to do. Maybe some broccoli. Mushrooms is another popular additive through your fettuccine alfredo gene what's your go-to what kind of weird tree Uh, bark do you put in your food i
3: don't i don't my people love it especially chicken it's not my favorite and the reason oh it's so rich man (laughs) i mean like i could eat a giant bowl of spaghetti sauce any kind of tomato based but it man it's so rich I don't dislike it. It's just not, I wouldn't, if you had tomato and and Alfredo, I would always go with a tomato.
1: How have we been able to make it?
3: I know. I know it's your favorite. I know.
1: As a as a show for the last 17 I know. years. This, no, no, no. Today, by the way, is our 17th anniversary oh, as, congrats. Uh, as a morning show. Thank you, Shaw. Congrats to all of us. Uh, putting in the hard work for 17 years. All of the people that have been a part of the program. Whether it's Doc with his racing report or our friend Scrady for many years. Sure. Pillow pants with the cheese whiz slipping. That <laughs> <laughs> was so funny. On, ah, of course, who was a huge part of the program for a long, long time. Meat, who's now married and having a baby. Yeah, on a beach, right? Did yes. She, did, she sh- did she shoot that thing into yeah. the ocean or what?
6: I, I don't think so.
1: We had a kid that worked for us named Ryan years ago, and uh, his radio name was Meat. And uh, Now
3: he's got to have a baby show. Good for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, digressing. Um, happy 17th anniversary. I I don't I, I don't understand how you and I can coexist doing this show together when you're so wrong about everything. You
3: eat the alfredo. I'll eat the tomatoes.
1: I guess that's the best positive way to look at it, Charles. There's more for me and you. That's true. If Captain Weirdo Pants over there doesn't like fettuccine alfredo, <laughs> I don't
3: dislike it. I just you're
1: getting on the rocket, man. I'm putting <laughs> you on it's the not rocket favorite, tomorrow. Show. I don't know what the it's hell. Not my favorite. Don't get me wrong. I love spaghetti sauce. Give me a nice vodka oh, sauce. All that stuff, Sean. Oh, man, mm-hmm.
3: vodka But, sauce.
1: man, you Woo. put that fettuccine Alfredo out there, it's mm. kryptonite, dude. I' going to put that fork down, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I regret every time I eat fettuccine Alfredo because <laughs> I don't stop. I, I, I try to overload quickly before my brain says, hey, dude, you know.
3: That was a lot.
1: Yeah. I know it's a lot. It's so good. Then you get it the next day, and it's all gloopy and yeah, gloomy. I don't oh. think what's in your arteries. <laughs> oh, I don't, that's, I'm fine, and we're all going to die. I'd rather die with a belly full of fettuccine alfredo mm-hmm. than whatever the hell tree bark Jean's eating in there. I bet your kids would have liked fettuccine alfredo last night instead of your stupid...
3: Yeah, that chow mein casserole was not a hit. Don't do it, Chuck. No,
1: thank you. You know what I'm dying for lately? And I can't stop thinking about it, and I want to make... I haven't made it yet because I just haven't gotten around to it. Can I we guess? I, Huh? Are we guessing? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, stuffed peppers. No. No. Oh. What? Again, 17 years and you're gonna shoot out stuffed peppers? <laughs>
3: I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Shaw, how This is not
1: what is Gene like. This is, guess what I've been craving lately? Me, Brian, not you. Uh, lobster. Eh. Sort of, but not, no. Crab cakes. No. It's not seafood. Oh. Lasagna. What? No. Oh, good gosh. It's that Asian peanut noodle salad. Oh, yeah, you've been talking about that. Yeah. And you know peanut butter and soy sauce mm-hmm. and like in the noodles and the pea pods and all that crap.
2: You can get it already made at the co-op, by the way.
1: Oh, all right. They have it. Is it a regular in the? Because that's the issue. Yeah. Like festival doesn't have it on a regular. And I asked my friend who works, Vicky, who works behind the counter. Yeah. I said, Hey, can I put in a request? And she's like, Well, that's a summer one. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I want it now. She's like, Well, I can put it in. I'm like, No, I don't want you to go out of your way for just for me. I'm thinking about it, daydreaming about it, though that's my life right now. I've got now. a pretty good
2: recipe if you want to take a look at it.
1: Is it uh, Mrs. Shaw's mom, Bloody no, Mary secret no. recipe? Type I don't remember thing?
2: where this one came from, but right. it's uh, served cold and it's got peanut butter and there's yeah, yeah, chicken yeah. broth and then it's, you know, red peppers
1: and pea yeah. pods. And the and TK such. know it's got chicken broth? I <laughs> <it? laughs> <laughs> never shared it with her. <laughs>
0: Inside joke. Not awesome. Not great. The
1: best is yet to
5: come.
0: But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of your rock mornings. DoorDash can DoorDash pretty much anything. So this year during football's biggest event, DoorDash will DoorDash stuff from all the ads, all to one winner. All the snacks. Every automobile. On tax service. And who knows what else? We uh, haven't fully thought this thing through yet. Just look for the promo code on the big day for a chance to win it all. DoorDashAllTheAds.com
1: I don't know if you saw the commercial. I caught it last weekend. But this sounds friggin' awesome. Okay. DoorDash, the food delivery people. I don't know, do they deliver cigarettes too?
3: I think they deliver...
1: Whatever? Whatever. Okay, so it's not just food?
3: I don't know if it's DoorDash, but I do know a friend of mine had wine delivered.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, DoorDash wants to give one lucky person... Yeah? ...one of everything being advertised during the Super Bowl Ah. on Sunday.
3: So take all the ads. You're getting a lot Any, of avocado, and, and the, shaw. you're getting some guacamole right? for sure.
1: And these are just the national ads. Uh-huh. Obviously, you might catch a local ad. Right? Didn't we get the Texas Law Hawk that one year? Remember that guy? Yes. <laughs> so far, there's a list of ads that they know are going to be in the Super Bowl. Right? We may not have seen the actual commercials yet, but here's the list that we know of so far. That keeps growing. FYI. A BMW i5 M60 electric vehicle.
3: Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. Nice. Okay.
1: A Kia EV9 SUV. You get one of each? An as yet to be announced Volkswagen vehicle. Whoa. Three vehicles right off the top that we Boom. know about.
3: I was a low shooter with the yeah, guacamole. The yeah, Come on, aim
1: high. A Clydesdale horse saddle. I don't know if they can gift you a the Clyde Z- Well, the Budweiser ad's going to have the Clyde sale and the dog, right? We've seen those.
3: So you can't get a horse, Shaw. You can't no. have a horse.
1: 1,000 Popeye's wings to be redeemed at your convenience. I don't think they just show up at your house. <laughs> Dump a 1,000 oh. of them on your lawn. 80 drumstick ice cream cones. A 30-pound bucket of mayonnaise.
2: <laughs>
1: Hell, yeah. I could be like the peanut butter kid, be the mayonnaise guy. <laughs> mayonnaise was a Bad that choice. choice. <laughs> 288 packages of peanut butter M&M's. Okay. Ooh, shot. Yes. 60 bottles of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Okay. A FanDuel Kick of Destiny helmet. Gronk, going to do the Kick of Destiny again. You can't get Gronk, right, So you get the helmet? helmet. Get the helmet. To win, you have to, quote-unquote, crack the code in the actual DoorDash ad. Then enter the code... At the website DoorDashAllTheAds.com. dot you can obviously Google this if you want to find sure. out more. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Super Door Bowl Dash, Doordash the, the giveaway, yeah, and the uh, Doordash people appear, and these are just the ads so far. That's ten of them, and there's way more than ten oh, ads Peanut, during the Super Bowl. You
3: haven't talked about Mister Peanut. There's yeah. got to be a Doritos in there too oh, somewhere.
1: For sure. So Doordash running a contest where one person will win everything that's advertised during the Super Bowl, includes. At least three cars, it a does. thousand Popeyes wings, and a Clydesdale saddle. <laughs> you have to, you got to provide your own Clydesdale, I guess. I I saw the commercial this weekend when I was, you know, on TV or watched TV, and I was like, "What? That sounds outrageous." It's good for them, right? Ton of talk about it oh, for sure. Going to cost them a lot. Hey, write that off. Do you get tickets
3: to any of the movie premieres? They didn't say anything about that. I'm assuming, right? Because right? there's, there's going to be trailers. Yeah. Tons.
1: Mm-hmm. What if there's a. Uh, what if there's a new, like, prostate exam? Right. Yes. You win. Right. Like the Colaguard thing, right. you know, where you poop right. in a box.
5: Oh, hi, hello. I'm here with
2: your grand prize from DoorDash. Oh, hey. All right, going to slip on this rubber glove here so I can give you the Super Bowl ad-suggested prostate check. Oh, no. Can't I just have the car and the beer and the other stuff? Well,
1: I'm sorry. Contest rules is rules. All right, do what you got to do. DoorDash, where you win it all. (laughs) Congratulations, I guess. Obviously, again, if you want to find out more, you can just Google DoorDash Super Bowl giveaway, get all the details, but you got to crack the code on the app, I believe, or during the ad, and then enter the code on the website, and then they'll, uh, I'm guessing a lot of people will figure it out, Mm -hmm. and then they'll pick a a random winner. I like it.
0: No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of your rock mornings is coming up. Where is this
1: coming from, man?
0: 95.7, The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing, you're killing me, Shaw's. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice until it's time
1: to not be nice. $20 of my morning show money up for grabs, Shaw. No real pressure here. Mm-hmm. But as always, I don't want to give away any of my money to anybody. Unless its first name is Spooky and its last name <laughs> is Spin. <laughs> then we can talk. Right? You got money for that. Oh, I got a lot of money for that. Especially if these Super Bowl boards hit. It's going to be party parlaying. time. Party time. Excellent. Oh, there's no parlaying with this <laughs> Spooky Spins shot. Just max bet. That's what you do. Try to hit them jackpots. <laughs> Uh, Jean know. thinks you're gonna know. get it, Shaw. She has faith in you because right. you came in the studio, you were uh telling a funny story. We did not tell the story, FYI. Uh, but um you told us a funny story, she thinks you're in a good mood. Okay. So she thinks you're gonna get it. But as always, it's irrelevant, Jean's opinion. It's all about caller fifteen on the rock line. Six zero eight seven eight four zero nine five seven is the number. Who this? This is Dave. Dave, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yeah. All right, Dave, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or not know the movie quote? I'm going to go with her. I think he's going to know it. And what are you going to do with $20 of my morning show money if you win, Dave? I'll donate it back to the foundation. Even worse, giving my money to charity. (laughs) At least he could have said something cool like buying some beers.
3: I'm going to go with her. That's what he said, Shaw.
1: Yep. Dave, must be a feminist.
3: I would be the her on the program. Sympathizing
1: with show cop over here. I
3: would be the her.
1: Spelled with a G. (laughs) It's not. I know. All right. I think you're going to get it, too. It's rather easy. Uh, oh. It's it's pretty obvious today, okay. Shaw. Hey,
5: where are the white women at?
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my favorite line from the movie.
1: You want to hear it again? I do. All right. Hey,
2: where are the white women
1: at? Uh-huh. One more time, just for good measure. Yes, please. Right. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> Third time's a charm, right, Shaw? I think so, yes. Uh, I could not not do this today. I had to. It's uh, obviously the anniversary. It's release date. Go ahead, Shaw. Uh, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> choice so many other great quotes quicksand all that other Mm -hmm. stuff but uh that one might be one of the only ones that's somewhat appropriate to play (laughs) there are several that are very funny but you cannot play them on the radio but yes blazing saddles in theaters on this day in 1974 wow 50 years 50 years ago crazy right still holds up oh still funny as hell I can't believe it's fifty. And Mel Brooks is still alive. Too. Yes, yeah. is he is in his nineties. Yeah. yeah. Blazing Saddles. Congratulations, Dave and Gene. You both guessed correctly. Twenty dollars of my morning show money going to charity. Thank you. A good cause. I guess. A better cause would have been putting that twenty <laughs> in the spooky spin and kicking it up to two hundred.
2: Oh, don't kid yourself. You'll still drop a 20 in a spooky spin.
1: Maybe.
3: Don't you have all your money on the big game on Sunday? Not all
1: of it. I've got my money in different ventures.
3: <laughs> that's what you call
1: it, huh? Yeah, I'm. that's me. I'm fiscally sound. You know me. Check your portfolio. Oh, yeah. I got to call my guy. Where are we at? How much more can we take out of our 401k? What do you mean you're not supposed to take money out of your 401k? It's my money. And I need a settlement now. Mm-hmm. Call eight six seven five right. seven seven now. What the hell is that stupid commercial? J D Wentworth. Yeah, call J G Wentworth eight seven seven cash now. Nope. I'd rather just sit in front of the machine and know when it's happening. Get them jackpots right around the right. Mm-hmm. You need like there's a strategy. Huh? Well, you you can take a look. You can figure out like okay, every. Spin at four bucks a spin gives me three cents, and every three cents moves me this much closer oh to guess. the jackpot. And spoken
3: like a gambler. Oh, no Holy kidding. moly! It's got a system.
1: Rainman, baby. <clears throat> Wapner. <laughs> well, some of them, some of them you can't. I, you know, you got to be careful though. Some of them, they you don't know where the jackpots are in some of these machines. Mm. That's where I have trouble, Shaw. <laughs> Those machines I'm unfamiliar with. It's that. That's the trouble. That's the trouble. Right? That's well, the only it's problem a, I it's have. Damn it's machine. The machine.
3: <laughs> it's the whole <laughs> unfamiliar machine, Shaw.
1: Really is. Yeah.
6: I'm ready to rock
3: when you are. So
0: let's do this. It's the best of your rock morning. Good morning. The best of your rock mornings. Only on 95.7. It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah.
5: I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, Big Rock Show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is Big Beers, Catch Your Breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center, or just click around and get them
1: here. And the Rock. This Sunday, big game on the television, you might have heard, Ooh. Puppy Bowl. <laughs> that will be on the Animal Planet, by the way. But no, the Super Bowl is happening on Sunday. Everybody's going to be watching. Taylor Swift is going to be there. Chiefs, Niners, commercials, dips. And how much does a commercial actually cost this year? <sighs> about the same as it did last year. 32nd ad during the Super Bowl on Sunday, about $7 million. Base, ad. For one thirty-second ad, okay. basically the same amount as last year. The game last year, by the way, watched by one hundred or excuse me, one hundred and fifteen point one million viewers. And with Taylor Swift being there this year, who knows how many more eyes are going to be on the game? You can bitch and moan all you want, but more people are going to watch the game this year because she's going to be there, <laughs> whether you like it or not. Uh, Uber Eats already teasing an ad with yeah. David and Victoria Beckham. Revealed that Jennifer Anderson would also be in it. Includes David Schwimmer, Jelly Roll, and Usher.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like a little mini Friends kind of... Reunion? Reunion and flashback kind of thing.
1: Obviously, Usher going to be the halftime performer. Rumors about Taylor Swift maybe joining him. Lil- I have more money on Lil Jon showing up yeah, than anybody else. Yeah! No. Okay! Not She's not singing. Uh, Bud Light has got Peyton Manning, Post Malone, and UFC boss Dana White... In their ad, along with the T-Rex. Post Malone, of course, going to do America the Beautiful. Yes. The pregame ceremony. You've got, uh, what's her nuts? Not Bonnie Raitt, the other one.
3: Oh, yes.
1: Singing the national anthem. Yep. The red hair.
3: I know, I know, no. Give me a second. You're supposed to help here. I'm. Well, you'd snap your fingers and.
1: Uh, Dove apparently has an ad during the Super Bowl aiming to keep girls in sports. Reba McIntyre. Thank you. And uh, Anthony Hopkins will play a mascot for some kind of cold brew coffee.
3: Okay. Seven million, huh?
1: Seven million dollars for a 30 second ad. Think about the Super that Bowl. every ad
3: you see. <laughs> seven million, seven million, seven million,
1: seven million. Speaking of money and revenue, betting, of course, expected to be up this year as it's more uh, acceptable and legal in more areas than it probably was last year.
3: And the games in Vegas.
1: Yeah, that helps. <laughs> New American Gaming Association survey says that a record 67.8 million Americans are expected to bet on Super Bowl 58, which is a quarter of the adults that live in the United States. So this is
3: my board, even my $10,
1: 35% increase from last year. Whoa. Overall, people plan to wager a total of $23.1 billion on the big game. Which is up from eighteen, or excuse me, sixteen billion last year. That's
3: significant. That is big.
1: Forty-six percent of gamblers will make wagers online. Thirty-six percent of people just put some money up casually with friends. There that's you, you. That's me. Twenty-four uh, percent will participate in office pools like squares. Oh, that's me. Tip boards, those things. Fourteen percent will go through an actual bookie. Some guy that'll break your legs. The juice is running. Uh, and eleven percent of people will place bets at physical sports books. Uh, so going into a actual casino or right. a sports book. Uh, for the record, by the way, bettors are nearly split on the outcome of the game with 47% of people planning to bet on the Chiefs and 44% planning wow, to bet is on the 49ers. Split, isn't it? But yeah, $7 million for a 30-second ad. A lot of them are already online if you want to check them out. I'm going to wait and be surprised. And a lot of betting.
3: That is up 30-some percent?
1: Yeah. increase from last year. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. 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 Shaw. Shaw. And
0: when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of your rock mornings. Frankly,
2: it was a state tourism slogan that wasn't for everybody. The Nebraska tourism boss has announced that it is ditching its edgy five-year-old tagline that said, Nebraska, honestly, it's not for everyone. The (laughs) The slogan was... (laughs) was successful in getting previously uninterested travelers curious about visiting Nebraska, but it also had been criticized, including by the current governor, as reinforcing the state's lack of soaring mountains and ocean beaches. Uh, The motto was successful because it got more people to visit Nebraska, uh, rising from 19% to 39% in terms of new visitors.
1: You're going to throw away... Five years of twenty percent increase right? tourism because you don't like the, t- the slogan. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! It worked.
2: It did. I mean, they're not number one, obviously, but they're still in
1: Nebraska, after all. Yeah. So, but when gonna... you improve the state, you can change the, the slogan. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you get some stuff that's better, then maybe they change the slogan, run a competition like they do with the plows. Mm-hmm. But if it is just Nebraska, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. What do you do? 20%? That's huge. Right, right. An enormous golden orange fish
2: torpedoed through the waters of a lake in Australia. Suddenly, it was corralled into a net and yanked from the water. On the other side of that net was a woman named Dulana Harith, a biologist, who was catching fish from the lake as part of efforts to restore wetlands. When they examined the more than 100 fish they had caught they noticed something unusual this was a huge goldfish the catch turned out to be what is now considered the world's longest goldfish like a koi like no like a goldfish like somebody released
1: it or flushed it and then it grew and
2: grew and grew the goldfish is measured at just over 20 inches long that's two inches longer than the existing world record uh, they say goldfish are often dumped in the lake by owners who no longer want them.
1: Better than catching a gator, I guess. Well, right? Yeah, right. Or croc, or shark. Mm.
3: I got a. We got a fish at a carnival.
1: I <laughs> of course this. you did. Didn't it die on the way home because it overheated in the bag?
3: No, it lived forever. Oh. We it was a goldfish with a ping pong ball thing, yeah. and it wasn't. I don't think it was really a gold. That thing ate everything we put in the tank, oh. and it grew to be. I bet you. I bet you it was six inches or more really? long and it, it lived forever. Huh. There was one time they tipped the kids tipped over the bar where we had the tank yeah. on and yeah. the whole thing spilled. We picked him off the carpet like five <laughs> minutes later and that stupid thing lived forever. Forever. So I don't know what if it was a some sort of weird mutant goldfish like that one or right. not, but it grew huge. Well,
1: check the water in that lake. And it ate maybe everything. it had some runoff or something that in it, right? Shaw, you know? You said lake, right? A lake, yeah. Yeah, maybe it had some kind of huh. nuclear waste maybe. at the bottom. They got huge. Mutant-ass goldfish <laughs> in there. Don't eat blinking the three-eyed goldfish, <laughs> all right? I saw that episode of The Simpsons.
2: Now, this is interesting. Taylor Swift's attorneys have threatened legal action against a Florida college student who runs social media accounts that track the flights of her and other celebrities private jets yeah. Jack Sweeney is a junior at the University of Central Florida and he's for years run accounts that logs the takeoffs and landings of planes and helicopters owned by hundreds of billionaires politicians and other public figures
1: so this is the same guy that's been tracking yes. uh, Elon, Elon Musk. Musk and, okay. yeah
2: the accounts use publicly available data from the FAA as well as volunteer hobbyists who can track the aircraft via the signals they broadcast. Well, Swift's attorney wrote this guy a cease and desist letter saying Swift would have no choice but to pursue any and all legal remedies if he did not stop his stalking and harassing behavior. What's the
1: stalking, harassing part of it other than posting her whereabouts?
2: Well, that's what they're saying because there are people who, you know, want to stalk her. This gives them all the information they need to know where she is at any given time. Uh, this guy also is—he well, kinda... only
1: knows where she's at based on the plane records, though she may not actually be there, right?
2: And that's what her attorneys had said. Like she often loans the plane to other people and so forth. But uh, also, this guy keeps track of the disproportionate carbon emissions from these private jets. Yeah, uh, and they did an analysis and estimated that Taylor Swift was the biggest celebrity carbon dioxide polluter of the year.
1: Yeah. You get these people that tell you to conserve energy and recycle, and mm-hmm. then they're up there in private jets. Right. Yeah, world tour. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I get that. It's it's I, to Tokyo I don't, I don't care, but you're talking yeah. out of both sides of your mouth right. here. You know, which one do you want? Right. And uh, you're putting it on the little guy. It's like the Rock and Oprah asking people to donate money to this GoFundMe. He's like, bitch, you're a billionaire. You fix it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a billionaire. I can barely pay my bills. I got a gambling addiction I got to feed. <laughs> Okay. All right, all Oprah? Right. Okay. You pay okay. for it okay. with your billion dollars, okay. all right? They make sketches, sketches out of you on Chappelle's show being rich. You fix it. <laughs> Ask me to donate 10 bucks to the Oh, God, yeah, I'll fix it right away. I'll get up on that, Oprah and ro- the Rock. Kiss my ass. You fix it, rich people. And a Costco shopper tested
2: the limits of the retail club's return policy mm. by bringing back a sofa simply because she stopped liking it. She had it for three and a half years. you can't do that. She said, I just didn't like it anymore. We didn't like the color, said Jackie Nyan uh, in a TikTok video that's been viewed by nearly three million uh, people. She explained she did not have the original receipt But remember the date.
1: They usually don't. Right,
2: remember the date that she had bought it. Well that allowed a Costco clerk to process the transaction and issue a full refund to the woman. What are you doing? Right, she said I told her the date I bought it, they looked it up on the computer, told me exactly which one it was, asked me if there was anything wrong with it, I said I just didn't like it anymore. They gave her a full refund. Uh, pleased uh, with the experience, the woman is encouraging her followers, followers to also buy furniture from this members-only store. Buy your furniture from Costco, girl. You can return it, it when whenever. you don't like uh, it anymore. Yes.
1: Yeah, That... You're opening up a can of worms. Yeah, a pretty generous group.
2: return policy
1: there. And I don't know about giving them a refund. Give them a credit. You know what I mean? Like for the store. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to return the couch? We can't put it on the shelf and yes, resell it. Right.
2: Three and a half years later. Three
1: and a half years later. So here's Ugh. store credit. You can buy, you know, we've got your money. You're not getting it back. What's, you, you didn't even rent it. You got it for free for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awful. I'm surprised. they. Uh, I'm shocked. Yeah. Wouldn't catch me doing that. Some companies
2: have very generous return policies. L.L. Bean does uh, as well, but they had to put some limits on it as well because people were trying to return things that had been destroyed. Well,
1: and I get it from a sense that you don't want to have an incident in the store, right? If you look at it as a company and you're like, okay, we don't want a Karen situation or someone getting hurt or killed over a Stanley Tumbler or a couch or whatever it is, right? So you say, just take everything back. We'll figure it out on the back end, right? And it makes us look good to our customers, right? No matter what you do, you put this thing up your rear end. If you clean it off and bring it back and say you don't like it anymore, then we'll take it back, right? As a as a, co- as a company, you're mm-hmm. like, that's good customer service, well, right? For sure. Customers will love that. Yes. But at the same time, you're just right. encouraging that behavior. You have to have limits. Yes. Agreed.
5: Morning, everyone. All
1: the stuff you missed this week. I missed all of that.
0: Rewind! It's the best of your rock mornings only on 95 7 The Rock
1: National Iowa Day Shaw my home state your home states and uh, I did a little bit of research yesterday try to find out some interesting facts about Iowa Some of the uh, facts may not be all that new to anybody, but we'll get to some of the more interesting stuff here in a moment. Iowa became the 29th state on December 28th of 1846, Shaw. All right. The capital of Iowa is Des Moines. Des Moines. Nickname is? The Hawkeye State. Iowa ranks first in beef, pork, corn, soybean, and grain production in the country. That tiny little state there, Shaw, <laughs> does
3: all those things. Does a lot all of corn, a lot
1: things. of cows, a lot of pigs. Ranks first in beef, pork, corn, soybean, and grain production.
3: That's feeding America right yep. there.
1: You want to talk feeding America? Check this out. This I found in a very interesting stat. One Iowa family farm, one grows enough food and fiber to feed 279 people. Wow, they're doing their part. Yeah, one, <laughs> Shaw. Would you say that you're smarter than the average bear? No. Well, apparently everyone in Iowa is. (laughs) How's that? The high school graduation rate is 88%, 17% above (laughs) the national average.
2: Usually uh, at or near the top in uh, ACT scores as well.
1: Iowa has more golf courses per capita than any other state. Would not have guessed that. So based on how many people live there, they have more golf courses per capita hogs greatly outnumber the people. Now I've seen several different stats on this depending on what year it is. The average is somewhere between 4 and 7 to 1. So there's <laughs> so there's four hogs for every, <laughs> for every one, one person. person or somewhere between 4 and 7 hogs to one person. The red delicious apple, which I do not like. I prefer a honey crisp. Originated in Peru, Iowa. Mm. Okay. They say the red delicious apple originated at an orchard in 1880 known as a round, blushed yellow fruit of surpassing sweetness. The modern-day red delicious apple, far different from the original, but you can trace the roots all the way back to Iowa, Sean.
2: Okay. Did
1: you know that? I didn't. Iowa is home to the National Hobo Convention. That's a B. Hobo. Mm-hmm. The town of Britt is home to the National yep, I knew that. Hobo Convention. Have you been there? No. Uh, as well as the Hobo Museum, which is the only museum that dedicates itself to the hobo way of life. So the guy with the stick and the mm, bandana. That's what we're talking right right. about. on trains. The convention, by the way, the hobo convention, yeah. includes a parade, entertainment, arts and crafts, and historical info about the hobo way of life. And again, that's a B. Here's something from my wife. The very first female lawyer in the United States of America. From Iowa. Was from Iowa. Hmm. Arabella Mansfield of Burlington became the first female lawyer in the U.S. back in 1869. Well, I bet she had a rough go of it, huh? I bet. I object. Too bad. Get out of the courtroom. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you showing your ankles? Get out of here.
3: I'd like to go to school. Shut up.
1: (laughs) You're talking? (laughs) (laughs) Who taught you to talk? (laughs) She is shown in the bottom center of a picture uh, where she was... uh, Of course, uh, amongst a bunch of men. Right, doing the lawyer stuff. Doing the lawyer stuff. She uh, was also a college educator and administrator. Yeah, trailblazer. Iowa Shaw, your home state, has Mm -hmm. produced 20 Olympic athletes. Mm. Sean Johnson, right, the gymnast. Lolo Jones. She was, uh, what, high jump, right? Uh, Track of some sort. Track and field, did a bunch. To Dan Gable, the wrestler. Iowa has produced 20 Olympic athletes. The state takes athletics very seriously, providing plenty of opportunities for athletically inclined kids to explore their talents. It's interesting. The Rice Krispie Treat.
3: Made <laughs> in Iowa?
1: Invented. Really? By a woman named Mildred Day. Take oh, Mildred.
3: Butter and your marshmallows. And fluff. And your vanilla. Mildred
1: and- was a 1928 Iowa State graduate and helped invent the Rice Krispie Treat. famous people from iowa shaw were there some oh yes lots several herbert hoover president of the united states 31st president born in iowa i've been to the herbert hoover Hoover museum grant wood the artist painter of Uh, american gothic from iowa look at this guy can't fool shaw the duke john John wayne winter said iowa yeah born in iowa Donna Reed, the actress. Mm-hmm. Johnny Carson, late night. Born in Iowa. He mm-hmm.
3: talked about Iowa a lot.
1: Chorus Leachman, born in Iowa. No, that I didn't know. Laura Flynn Boyle, the actress, mm. also born. Mm. I, this one blew my mind. T-Boz from TLC. You mm. know, waterfalls. Right, yeah. Don't go chasing, chasing waterfalls. Waterfalls. Born in, in Iowa. Iowa. Huh. Corey Taylor, obviously Slipknot, yeah. all the guys yeah, in Slipknot yeah. Yeah. for the most part. Ashton Kutcher, Kelso, mm-hmm. birthday yesterday,
4: born
1: in Iowa. Danae Guerrera, who plays Michonne on The Walking Dead, born in Iowa, Shaw. Brandon Routh, who played Superman in a couple of movies, actor, born in Iowa. The creator of Pinterest. Now, you might not know his name, but that's a pretty big website. Yeah, it is. Ben Silberman, born in Iowa, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Elijah Wood, Frodo, Mr. Frodo. Yeah, oh, from Cedar man. Rampage. Can't carry it for you. But can carry and you. I Can carry you, Shaw. Uh, on a, on a more fictitious level, Shaw. Some people that are from Iowa. Ron Burgundy, is from Iowa. <laughs> okay. Fine leatherback books, right? Barry Allen plays the Flash, or is the Flash, I guess, in the M C or the uh, D C universe. Clint Barton, who plays Hawkeye in the M C U, is from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Of course, according to his origin story. Walter Radar O'Reilly. O'Reilly, yeah, from MASH. From MASH. Is from from Iowa, And apparently Miss Piggy is also from <laughs> Iowa. Shaw. I didn't know that. Makes sense, all yeah, the pigs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, last but not least, this one should come as no surprise. Most people do know this, that uh, the largest truck stop in the country is in Iowa, Shaw. Hmm. Did you know that? I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, it's massive. It's huge. Huh. Well, there you go. Some interesting stuff about Iowa. What uh, what do you got about Iowa? Anything?
2: I do actually. I have some breaking news about Iowa. Oh, that my oh. wife just texted me. Deet, 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 deet. Caitlin Clark's brother is going to be the best man at Brock Purdy's upcoming wedding. There you go. Iowa trivia.
1: I so Brock Purdy and Caitlin Clark's brother are BFFs. Yeah. No. you don't make some rando guy from yeah. Iowa, no, no best no. man, right? <laughs> of course Best not. friends. So they go. They went to college together. I'm assuming.
2: I'm assuming because Caitlin is from just outside of Ames, which is where Iowa State is located, which is where Brock Purdy went okay. to college.
1: Gotcha. Huh. When is the? Uh, he's obviously putting that off to last the would, Super Bowl. Yeah,
2: he's got something uh, <laughs> scheduled that's in the way.
1: Speaking of Caitlin Clark, I told Gene this the uh, earlier, but uh, you you probably don't know who this is, but do you know who uh, Mick Foley is, the wrestler?
2: Oh, I think I've heard the name. Yeah, yeah. Wrestler. yeah.
1: The guy that got thrown off the cage by the Undertaker. Remember? Yeah. Yes. I don't
2: know the details, okay. but I heard the name.
1: Yeah. So he's uh, he's a very interesting cat and uh, he loves going to theme parks, right? Santa's Village in New Hampshire and all sorts of crazy stuff. He's apparently a really big Caitlin Clark fan. And wanted to go and see her during the uh, run through the uh, NCAA uh, mm-hmm. tournament last season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but didn't get a chance. And so now he's traveling 1,500 miles to go to the game on Saturday, where she will hopefully uh, or potentially could break the record. Cool. And he's he posted, a big fan. Yeah, and he posted a big, huge thing on his uh, social media accounts and stuff. And I just I was scrolling, and I saw that. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's really cool. And he's got a shirt, the Caitlin Clark shirt, cool. and everything. And yeah, said he paid like 230 bucks on the secondary ticket market for the uh, for the tickets. I
3: bet. I bet he
1: did to go see her in that game against uh, Nebraska on Saturday. What time is that game, by the way? Do I, I don't know. I'm not okay, sure. all right. But well, there you go. Some interesting facts about oh, Iowa. Interesting. Do you, are you the is, is burying appliances in your backyard <laughs> an Iowa thing or your dad thing? I think it was my dad thing. Okay, I'm not. I'm not familiar with
2: anyone else who had to do that.
3: Do you know your state tree, Shaw?
2: Uh, No, but I'll guess sycamore.
3: Oak, as a matter of fact. Wild prairie rose is the flower, a goldfinch. And by the way, there's 83 state parks in the state of Iowa.
1: Look at that. Which is right over there. Right over there, Shaw. Shaw, if
3: you point, it's that way. (laughs) Go this way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the hog to people ratio thing was tough to nail down. Every every time I looked at like a list of... Every, it was different. It was Gotta somewhere be between year, four and really? seven. Yeah, and it was obviously based on population and whatever. Hmm. But.
4: Hey, wake up.
0: You're listening to the best of your rock mornings. Good
4: morning. Morning. Good morning. And a special good morning to you this morning.
0: It's the best stuff from your rock mornings. The best! Tell them again! It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah.
1: I do not say blah, blah, blah.
5: April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, Big Rock Show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is Big Beers, Catch Your Breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center, or just click around and get
0: them here. The best! Saturdays from 6 a.m. until 10 a.m. Only
1: on 95.7 The Rock. Jean says she has not filled out or figured out what she's doing for food on the Super Bowl. Which is shocking to me, being how... A few days away now. Well prepared, she tends to be with lists and all sorts of other crap. I thought for sure she'd have something, like a running list, you know? Oh, I need to get this or I need to get that.
3: That's a Saturday problem.
1: All right, I'm probably gonna just be eating leftovers. I made so much goddamn fettuccine alfredo <laughs> yesterday. I told you, man. A whole box, and I had two boxes, and I'm like looking at, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, fat kid, right? Big fat guy here, like thinking, yeah, the two boxes of, I'll eat all that. Ah, thank God I didn't make the second box. I only put the first. After I put the first in, I'm like, oh yeah, all right, okay. That's that a lot. Of, be that enough. should be yeah. enough. Yeah. But I, we've got so we're gonna have that. I, I cooked a pound of bacon earlier this week because I want to make BLTs. So I've got some of that in my fridge still, because I also boiled a dozen eggs to make egg salad for sandwiches for lunch, and so there's still some of that. And then there's some leftover. My wife didn't eat all her steak the other night, so there's some of that. (laughs) So it might be just a leftover smorgasbord. Yeah, that's not bad. At my house on Sunday, Shaw, just sort of like trying to. And my wife's got coming down with a cold or something today, so th- there's a good chance that Fatty over here, me, is going to be eating all this stuff by myself. My <laughs> wife's not very good at eating leftovers, mm-hmm. which is fine because I love eating leftovers. But not, I, not so much. Yeah, and now that she's not feeling well, it might just be on my, my big humpback to eat it all. You're just the man for the job. Ugh. I mean, I love it, but it's, you know.
3: Put the steak on the Alfredo.
1: I thought about that. Mm-hmm. What I might do is with the lettuce and tomato, because I've got more lettuce and tomato than I than I need for, I only got enough bacon left for one more BLT. So I might do like a salad with that, cut it all up and then put the steak in there. I've got a bacon aioli that uh, I got for Christmas and like some <coughs> gift pack and use that up. You got plans for food in Super Bowl? I know you said that. Your kid's not coming over because he can't uh, right. watch the It'll game. It'll just be Mary think.
2: and I, but yeah, I'll make some football food. I'm going to do some wings, and I think I'm going to do some bacon-wrapped wrap, bacon shrimp with um, uh, barbecue mustard glaze.
1: Ooh. You baking those, or are you putting them in a crock pot?
2: No, I'm going to cook them in a saute pan to
1: brown them up, and then I'll probably put them in a crock pot just to keep, keep them warm. What do you make, like four wings? One, two for you, and two for Mary? I mean, how does that, that work? I think we should get three. Oh, yeah. oh snap! Puts in the boundaries. Uh, wow, Boy. it's the
2: Super Bowl, you know. We have to roll
1: you. <laughs> have to roll you in and out of here on Monday. <laughs> Man, we we should send. I. You know what we need to do? We need to have an experiment. Kay. Follow him around the grocery store. Where, no, where you two go to the grocery store at the same time uh-huh. on Me the same day. Oh man, we're, we're like for not just like to pick up bread and milk shop. I'm talking like an actual like, grocery like the gro- like the doing weekly trip. Yes, right. I'm assuming you do that, right? Yep. Gene obviously does this. Yes. And and we'll see what happens at the end.
2: Actually, I've run into Jean at the store before, and she had a cart that was absolutely overflowing. Same here. I was carrying a little basket that had like three things in it. <laughs> <laughs> True story.
1: I ran into her one time, and I was just I was very I was very upset. I was almost moved to tears. By the way, that she grocery shops. It's very uh, it's very helter skelter. You can see how she'll end up in a mental institution.
3: No, I have my list of all Dude, my what I'm making all over the place. The She's
1: over here with the car well, that's f- overfilled. The kids over here. <laughs> Mike's wandering around in the dairy section. There's zero, <laughs> zero planning that's that goes not on. That's
3: True. That is absolutely not true. They're just walking around to...
1: <sighs> like escaped well, mental patients. So sometimes you know to that go scene back. in Halloween yes, when they something. when they when they break out right and they're all wandering around in the field in the rain. You know that scene? Mm-hmm. That's what it's like watching Gene go grocery shopping. I
3: will say that it's several hundred dollars every week, and my daughter opened the refrigerator. She goes, how is it Wednesday, and there's nothing in here to eat? Don't you go shopping? I'm like, oh, my God. There's some leftover ca-
1: There's some leftover casserole yeah, that you nobody, didn't want to eat on Nobody wanted that, though. Why don't you bring that in? You're bitching <laughs> to me about not bringing in Valfredo. You don't want that. Dude. I'm like a garbage disposal, right? I'll- so
3: you take your little cart, Shaw, and I'll yeah. take my big cart, and then we'll... we'll.
1: Actually, I just use a basket, generally. You don't even use the little one? Not well, he
3: needs six wings. What is that, a half a pound at the meat counter? I need a half a pound of wings? Sir,
1: they only come in pounds.
3: <laughs> I just would like six. Can you pick can out just, six?
1: The littlest half- ones, too. The smallest wings you possibly have.
3: Wings, Get out of here. Get out of here.
1: Do you even bother with the gas card thing? Because what's the point? You're never yeah, going to save adds up. up. You know, nine dollars at a time. Shaw's just like waiting for the year 2030 <laughs> to cash in. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm getting eight cents <laughs> off. All right, finally. <laughs> Woo. Woo. I think that would be a funny experiment. Like a legitimate trip to the grocery store, though. Not one of those like I need a lemon and a. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
3: No, like a Saturday. That's right. what I, I meal plan on Friday night or Saturday morning, and then it, it happens. Hundreds of dollars, Shaw. Yeah, I don't remember the last
1: time I spent hundreds of dollars of dollars.
3: Hundreds every week.
1: We we only spend that much because we get greedy. You know, like like I said, we'll go. I know exactly what I want to get, but then they're just eh, whatever. I want that, put that in the cart. Want that too, put that in the cart.
3: And I'm the one that's crazy in the grocery store. (laughs) Yeah, because
1: you just go everywhere. You don't go up and down the aisles like a normal human being. I I don't know what the hell you're doing. Just out there roaming around. Well, shall
3: I get seven wings, because I'm coming over.
1: Nice. It's the
0: best of your rock mornings. Every Saturday from 6 a.m. until 10 a.m. Sounds good to me. All the stuff you missed this week. Only on 95.7 the rock. Remember the story
2: about the mother in Florida who had the large OnlyFans sticker on her car when she she, took her kids to a
1: private Christian school? And uh, they told her she had to pick them up across the street? Yeah,
2: she could not actually park on school property anymore, so she had to walk them across the street. Uh, Well, there has been some additional movement in this story. Michelle Klein uh, has been told that her children have been banned told from that school. Yeah, that's what I said. They cite a Florida week. law that makes it a crime to knowingly provide minors with the means to access sexual content, which is, they say, what her advertisement did hmm. on her car by prote- uh, providing a direct link to her site.
1: Again, what's the number of uh, uh, parents there that are checking out her content mm. as well? Hmm before you start pointing those fingers, right? Maybe take a look at yourself, right? Oh, You knew that was going to escalate to oh, that, though. of course. Right. Again, I've said this. I, I don't agree with it. I, it's just a, this is the world we live in. Right. Born in any kind of shape or matter in school just won't exist together. No. They cannot. We've seen it right here in town. It's just yep. not going to be a thing, even with adults, even with kids in college, right? But then you talk about picking up your kids at a school with right. other kids around. And these kids know. They're not not stupid. they got phones now from, like, Mm. the day they come out of the womb. They know exactly what OnlyFans is. They know more about it than I do. Maybe.
2: Maybe. In an apparent bid to drum up customers for his drug business, a man in Canada (laughs) handed out business cards with a small sample of cocaine attached. Mm. According to cops, this guy distributed the cards outside a casino in Calgary uh, an investigation led to the arrest of this guy <laughs> on narcotics possession mm. and trafficking charges. A search of his car <laughs> and his home yielded 50 baggies of cocaine. Have you uh, seen
1: the picture of the business yes. card with a little bag? I have.
2: <laughs> uh, cops <laughs> also seized a box of business cards. What? He allegedly handed out the cards, uh-huh. uh, which contained like. contact information uh-huh. along with a
3: small ziplock bag
2: containing like. cocaine. Here's my Insta. That here's that my cell sta- yeah. yeah, if you
3: want some more of this, here's right. how you reach me. Here's my name. Here's Find my. To so just anybody, he was just handing them out to
1: anybody. Well, I'm sure he was probably asking people if they were, like, maybe, you know, trying to figure out if people were interested first before handing them the card so that he could maybe avoid police detection. But, dude, maybe. what do you maybe. just putting? Come on, man. Cocaine yeah. is a hell of a drug.
2: Yeah. your name right on there. They've got all the evidence they need. And ever throw a party while your parents were away? Yes. Uh, yeah, me too. You know what went sideways when it makes the local news? Ooh. A oh. television station in Cincinnati just talked to a mom named Bridget Strahan after her kid's party got way out of hand. Mm-hmm. While mom was out of town over the weekend, her 18-year-old daughter threw a rager and made the invitation public. Hell yeah. More than 100 <laughs> kids showed up, No and some of them decided Parable. to intentionally... Trash the place yeah. to get her in trouble.
6: Uh,
2: This was not a broken vase or something. This was legitimate vandalism. They ripped her kitchen counters off the wall. Oh, snap! Poured booze in the washing machine, super-glued cups and cinnamon to the countertops, and (laughs) some idiot ate one of her plants and then puked it back up. Cinnamon? Yes. I love it. They also stole a porcelain goose named Betty from her front porch. Oh, poor Uh, Betty. Someone from the party apparently decided to hold Betty hostage. They made a TikTok video (laughs) to taunt her. They taped a photo Uh. of the goose to her uh, mailbox and wrote, We have Betty. Uh, now, there is some good news. Somebody found Betty, dumped yeah. in a yard across the street from her daughter's high school rival. There's a hole in her that needs to be repaired, but she is still in one piece. Bridget thinks she has a pretty good idea which kids trashed her house, and she's now talking to the cops about it, and they could face charges for
3: it. Yeah. somebody found her... I mean, oh, you if know, on the like, well,
1: if it's on the TikTok, you can figure out who's a counter. I guess
3: the, the ceramic goose is not that, That's you know, one, that funny, but the countertops, right. uh, that is major, yeah, like- major, major damage. They super glued cups to my counters and cinnamon. My countertops <laughs> come apart from the wall now because they were standing Gosh. and dancing on counters. Somebody ate my plant and threw it up. Also, who stole my goose? This is not in my house. This is in somebody's room. They made a TikTok with Betty, like pretending to be Betty and harassing me on my TikTok. <laughs> okay, uh, the goose <laughs> thing, I, 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 the goose uh, part is funny. That's just clever, and especially if it, I she gotta gets give it, it up bad. for the
1: kids. That is original. Super gluing the cinnamon. Clever, yes. I've terrible. never heard of such a thing. Imagine trying to get it off. Uh
3: uh-uh. uh
1: love it that's a great great move I wish I had thought of that It's awful We used to just I don't know like order porn and videotape it and put it in the kids. I told you this story our buddy Tim We would order the the you know the porn on pay-per-view and then we'd video or we would videotape it we'd VCR tape it and then we put the tape in his parents bedroom They would come home and find it along with the bill
3: There's a hidden Valley Ranch party in my mouth Yeah there's a party for sure <laughs>
1: Oof, uh, oof. It's like that Australian kid. Remember that Australian kid with the sunglasses years ago when they interviewed him after the house party went went viral?
3: Remember him? I don't think so. Oh.
1: She's 18. You got to assume mom's like, hey, look, dude, it's time to move out. Right? She was 18, Chuck? Yeah, 18, yeah. yeah. What your ki- you your kids ever? Money? Any of your kids ever
2: go buck I don't wild? know if they did or not. I I did as a kid, and there was some damage that needed to be repaired and covered up. And somebody took the door off of a refrigerator to get to the beer inside, like off the ripped
1: hatches. it off. Or
2: I don't know if they had a screwdriver or what, but <laughs> I think the handle had broken, and so they just decided to remove the door.
1: My dad had loaded guns in the house, so I didn't. I, nobody was coming over right. my house. My when my my friends were all terrified of my dad. And uh, I didn't want things to get out of control when it can't, you know, like have a big accident. When we had the pool, we'd have people over, but it was just jumping in the pool, trying to empty it out, stuff like that.
3: They poured beer in my dad's aquarium.
1: Yeah.
3: It was just foamy. Really, really foamy. Really foamy. (laughs) Like a good top six inches of foam on the...
1: I stole vodka from my Aunt Judy and Uncle Uncle Ray, a bottle of it. And they came home, and, of course, I was too stupid to realize you don't take the whole bottle. You just pour some of it out into another bottle. And so they come home, and the bottle of vodka's gone, and I was the only person in the house that would want vodka. And so then my – it was funny because my dad found the bottle. You know, she had obviously called and said, hey, I think Brian took a bottle of vodka from our house. So he must have gone in my room and tossed it and found it. And then I come home from school. This is mental warfare with my dad, Shaw. I come home from school, mm-hmm. and the bottle of vodka is sitting empty on the counter. I, ha- I you know, I left for school in the morning, yeah. wasn't there. Come home, and, it, and I'm like, it you yeah. walk in the house, you're all by yourself, and you're like, God, oh, I'm busted, damn it. And so he drove me to the store, dragged me into the store. Oh yeah,
3: you had to buy one.
1: Made me, made me buy, and then took me over there and made me, yeah, replenish. Oh yeah. yeah, right to her, right to my aunt Judy. Yeah, like, sorry, I stole this. Yes. Yeah. Then I got beat. Hey, wake up. The
0: best of your rock mornings.
4: The best! Tell them
0: again! <laughs> the best! Yes, oh, I like it. Saturdays from 6 a.m. until 10 a.m. And online at 957 therockcom or the 957 The Rock app. Special delivery! The best of your rock
1: mornings. National Pizza Day.
3: Had pizza last night.
1: I still got a bunch of fettuccine alfredo. <laughs> I got to finish. So there's that. But uh, it's Chocolate Day, National Cut the Cord Day, and National Pizza Day. We cut the cord a long time ago, probably a decade ago now. It's been okay. You know, you have your struggles, but I I, I don't think it's any better or worse. Than when we had cable. Now that we've got to pay for all these streaming services a la carte, uh, it basically costs what it costs to have cable. Probably, but you have a, a little more freedom when it comes to wanting things that you only want to watch. You know what I mean? With mm-hmm. cable, you just have a bazillion channels, and you don't watch you know nearly half of it. Right. With the a la carte stuff, it's generally stuff you're looking for, right? Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, things like that. Back to National Pizza Day. Yes. Domino's alone, just Domino's, right? National chain of pizza joints. They expect to sell about 2 million pizzas for the Super Bowl this year. That's 30% more than a normal Sunday. So they're going to be kind of busy. They say the most popular topping? Pepperoni. Ding, 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 ding. Mm -hmm. Wings, by the way, also very popular for the Super Bowl. B-dubs. Wing national wing chain uh, says they'll sell around 11 million wings making it their biggest wing day of the year but back to Pizza Shaw Grubhub food delivery service says that cheese pizza sees a bigger bump in sales than any other food during the Super Bowl up 624 percent just plain old cheese pizza it's cheap well and can you really make anybody mad by only getting cheese? Right. Okay, so you don't have hamburger on it, but at least everybody can eat cheese, right? Mm-hmm. You get the people who are like, ooh, onions, or ooh, mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah. By the way, Grubhub says that boneless wings are next with a bump in sales on Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. Up 615%. Holy cow. Man.
3: 2023
1: poll found our five favorite toppings for pizza are... Shaw. Oh, let's go sausage That's number two, Jean Uh, so pepperoni, sausage Number
3: one and number two Uh Oh man, are, are we really gonna go into vegetables already? Probably probably mushrooms, I would
1: think They're thir- uh, fourth mm-hmm. So pepperoni one, sausage two Extra cheese, extra number three cheese, okay. Mushrooms number four, then chicken At number five mm. Really? Pineapple, by the way, now sixth most popular topping in America. It's also on the least favorite topping. <laughs> it's very polarizing. Uh, our least favorite topping by far, anchovies. Ugh. Yeah. jalapenos are a distant second. Pineapple made the list in third. Eggplant and broccoli round out the top five. Dude, if I come over your house and you've got eggplant, mm-hmm. and for, not only am I not going to stay, I'm going to leave. We are no longer <laughs> friends. I cannot have people like you in my life.
3: Now, I like some veggies. I like peppers. I know you're not a big olive fan, but I like them. I love olives. I I could do, uh, I could, I don't necessarily, but I'd even go as wacky as like an artichoke heart, but I'd probably not do an eggplant. I don't even know that's a topping.
1: The only way that I enjoy eggplant shaw is if you bread it and deep fry it and then stick a bunch of seafood. Marinara
3: on it? Well,
1: (laughs) you stick a bunch of seafood goop in it like they do at Buzzard Billy's. It's delicious. (laughs) 73% of people. Eat pizza at least a few times a month. Sounds about right. Only 3% of people said they eat it once a year at most. Once, And then there are zero people who say they never eat pizza. Zero, according to a poll. Right. Everybody eats pizza. Mm -hmm. Once a year? That's 3% of people saying that once a year at most, by the way.
3: Are they on a desert island where there's no pizza?
1: <laughs> These are the people that can't remember what they did yesterday. You know what I mean? That's what it. I think that's what it is. Like they can't recall the last time they had pizza. Dude, so they're like, once once I don't know. A week.
3: It's it's like well, oh, okay, it's a staple. We, yeah. We ran out of food. It's frozen pizza. There's night. always
1: a frozen pizza in the fridge. Absolutely.
3: Or we're getting deli- we're going to get pizzas because that, that's. Cause what are I'm we doing?
2: Dinner? I don't know. Let's get a pizza.
3: Yes. Once a
1: year. What I like about the frozen pizza night is there's generally other stuff in the fridge that I'm trying to get rid of. Right, Like can use it as a topping, some shredded cheese or maybe like a leftover charcuterie board. You just mm-hmm. throw that on top of there. Maybe some, you know, strips of bacon or whatever, or you got a can of mushrooms up in the cabinet mm-hmm. and you're like, what the hell am I going to use those for? I know frozen pizza crust or no crust ought You eat it or not. Do I eat the crust? Yeah. Oh yeah. Gene. Yeah. 19% of people do not eat the crust. Love the crust. I don't eat the crust on reheated pizza.
2: Yeah, sometimes that gets a little iffy. Because
1: I usually just nuke it for Mm -hmm. 20 seconds. I'm not like an air fryer guy or put it in the oven that takes too long. I'll just nuke it for a few seconds, and then it gets real rubbery and chewy. Mm -hmm. 20% of people prefer our pizza cut into squares or strips. That's definitely kind of a Midwest thing, Shaw. When mm-hmm. I moved out of here 20 years ago, I'm like, what the hell are you doing with these pizzas? Why are they all cut into... What's
2: like a triangle.
1: I said, "The round. you cut them into triangles. Everybody gets an equal piece. Well, these little pieces at the end. <laughs> and then after years and years and years of eating pizza and bars... You're like, okay. I- I, no, I realized, oh, you have to eat those first because they don't destroy the inside of your mouth. Because they're not lava <laughs> right. hot. If you try to go for the big piece uh-huh. on the on the corner, uh-huh. you know, on the edge, you die. <laughs> But if you get the little tiny triangle yeah, yeah, thing yeah, on the, yeah. you know, like. That,
3: that's not really pizza. It's, that's just kind of like. Right, but it's yeah, small
1: enough you this. can get. It's like an appetizer for the pizza. You mm-hmm. can get started with it because right. it's not as hot as the rest of the pizza. And then by the
2: time you get through that, then the rest of the pizza is cool enough to eat. Hopefully.
1: Unless you get those pizzas where the cheese turns into like a, 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 like a rug. And as you bite into it, it sort of pulls all the stuff off in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like that. Favorite things to dip our pizza in.
3: Well, my my people had ranch with theirs last night.
1: Ranch is on the list. It's third, though. Interesting. Marinara number one. Hmm. Don't you already have another? Yeah, it's already on the pizza.
3: Also, good as that uh, garlic butter that some That's places number two. have. Number mm-hmm. two. Yeah.
1: The marinara, I could see for the crust, right? Because after you eat off all the toppings, and you're left with just the crusty bread.
3: Sometimes you need it.
1: Yeah. Uh, garlic butter at two. Ranch at three. Twelve percent of people like hot sauce. Ten percent. Ten percent of people said barbecue sauce. This is weird Another 10% of people dip it in ketchup And then 7% of people said pizza With mayonnaise Is is a good option No National Pizza Day, Shaw If I didn't have all that Fettuccine Alfredo (laughs) left over still You'd be eating pizza Well, my wife's not feeling well So she's switched to chicken noodle soup And ginger ale Mm -hmm. So I I am now the relief pitcher I have to come in from the bullpen here As I always do and be the fat slob who eats everything in the fridge to make room for whatever we're going to put in there for Sunday.
2: Just the guy for the job.
1: Yesterday, it was leftover steak, and uh, I had some lettuce and tomato from my BLT, so I made, like, a steak salad. Today, it's going to be two pounds of, of fettuccine Alfredo for lunch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, followed by a nap.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, definitely napping. Don't go
0: anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from your rock mornings is on the way.
1: Coming. 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 Coming.
0: The best of your rock morning. It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents, blah, blah, blah.
1: I do not say blah, blah,
5: blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, big rock show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center, or just click around and
1: get them here. Only on.
4: Favorite station.
1: 95.7, The Rock. We have a very special guest here in the studio, Shaw. Are you familiar with Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart? I am. You are? How familiar are you? Like, uh, if I were to ask you trivia questions, no, I would not get the You would not get any of them. Okay, yeah, sorry. You're just, you're not a trivia guy. That's not your jam. But the legendary WWE Hall of Famer, Jimmy the mouth of the south heart is in my studio this morning how are you sir
4: good morning man it's awesome we listen to you guys coming in today and my good friend Derek over here the promoter here for river city wrestling which is a show we're having here tonight he put it on y'all's station and it sounds great man 95.7 the rock man well jimmy you are a legend
1: in the wrestling industry you've been doing this thing for how long
4: Oh, too long! So many years—about <laughs> forty-three years. But you know, wow. you were talking about the Warriors while well, like, ago. I did a comic con about three months ago with some of the cast members from the Warriors, and I love that movie too. It was awesome, amazing
1: film. Love that film. But let's talk
4: about your career. Let's talk about your times yes, in wrestling. Let's, let's talk about what
1: you're doing this weekend because you got two shows. Actually, you're going to be here. Uh, in lacrosse tonight, River City Championship Wrestling over at the Royal Vingers American Legion Post 52, and uh, I believe you're going to be doing some meet and greets, autographs, and and photos and stuff like that, and proceeds from that. Are actually going to go to our charitable organization here at the radio station.
4: Absolutely, 95.7 The Rock. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, six big matches tonight. And of course, like you said, it's over at the uh, Lacrosse American Legion. You know, we went over there yesterday for the big uh, the arena they have over there. They've really got it set up great. And we saw a lot of the veterans over there. They're going to be coming to the show tonight, which. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, too. But uh, we're just going to have a great time. And then tomorrow, you're headed to the Eau Claire area, correct? You got a show tomorrow night? Yes, sir. Going down for Eau Claire tomorrow, then catching that big bird back to Tampa, Florida, Try to get some warm weather, man. <laughs> you're lucky
1: because, as I said, it's
3: warm. This is
1: warm for us. This is summer. Like, well, I mean, it's been in the 50s this week. So I know for people in Florida and the south, it's want to
4: get back down south. But this is really warm. Well, you know, I can't get out everywhere I go. Last week, I was in Denver, right? Denver was a little chilly. The week before that, Phoenix. And wouldn't you know it, there was a big cold front coming through Phoenix. And I said, I can't get out of the cold weather. This is crazy. But it is pretty warm here today. We used to come up here years ago uh, for some of the bigger shows down, of course, in uh, Minneapolis. And um, it was always snowing. Every time we came up, it was always, can't y'all bring us up in the winter? They said, no, because it doesn't draw in the winter because everybody's, you know, they've been cooked Uh, up all year long. So they're out doing something else. And I said, "Okay, that sounds good. But uh, we're looking forward to it. You know, tonight's the night. And you, uh, when you
1: came in, you told me that you have a new jacket. You put it on. We've got some pictures with you. It is a beautiful jacket. You've always had very colorful... Uh, interesting jackets. Is it, is it? Oh, it's signed on the inside. Okay. Right.
4: Yeah, well, you know, that's an old jacket, but a new action figure. Oh, the action okay. Figure there we go. just came gotcha. out on Mattel, but it's a, a kind of a retro thing that we had out years ago. But it's the 40th, 40th anniversary of Hulk Hogan. And, of course, Hulk and I have been friends for like 43 years. We started in Memphis together, but I've been managing him for so many years, too. So uh, I thought it was pretty ironic that they took this particular jacket, that particular outfit... And so now it's all at that um, uh, the Target store, so it's doing real well. So that's why I brought this jacket on this trip instead of my Heart Foundation jacket or my Honky Tonk Man jacket. Ooh. I'm name dropping. Yes. Now. So name dropping.
1: Well. I I drop. I'm a I'm a huge old school wrestling fan. I was in 80s oh, uh, Hulkamaniac. <laughs> I had the shirt. I could show you pictures. And uh, I uh, grew up through the Attitude Era. Obviously, I've kind of as an adult, sort of you know, life happens and you work and whatever. So you, it's not that I've fallen out of love with it. I just don't pay as much attention to it as I do, uh, as I did. But um, seeing that jacket, it just, it just the floods back all the memories. Going to uh, you know the Worcester Center uh, down in, in, in Worcester, Massachusetts, and seeing Saturday night's main event. Um, so many uh, incredible matches. Watching the storylines on TV, but there were a few, a few, a few stinkers here and there, uh, storyline wise. Do you have one uh, like a, mi- a swing and a miss? I always go to May Young and the Hand Baby, <laughs> which. If you're listening and you watch wrestling, you know what I'm talking about. That was kind of like a weird angle, a weird storyline. Do you have one that sticks out in your mind that you're like, what the hell are they doing?
4: Well, I wasn't part of that one, thank goodness. But uh, you know what? My whole thing, I go back to our early Memphis days before I went to New York. Uh, We had all the matches with Andy Kaufman back then with Jerry the King Lawler. And so, you know, Andy would always come over to my house, you know, after the matches. He'd stay over there with us before he flew back to Hollywood. You know, I'm from Hollywood. But, you know what? Andy loved Elvis Presley. His favorite wrestler was Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. Mm -hmm. So after the matches on Monday night at the Coliseum, you know, he'd go, I want to go by Elvis. I said, Andy, he's passed. He's been gone for four years. 1977, he passed away. I know, but he's going to sneak out that gate tonight (laughs) and I'm going to catch him. I got my camera ready. So after the show, we'd have to go over there, sit across the street from Graceland, watch the gate. Oh my God. For a couple of hours, and I say, Andy, we've got to go to. I've got to go to Louisville, Kentucky tomorrow. You know, I know, but I know Elvis is coming out tonight. But we do that week after week after week. Oh my gosh! But but Andy was great. He was great to be with. He loved this business so much. And uh, when the movie came out, it really let a lot of people know what he was really all about. It was yeah. more about instead of tax, it was more about being part of wrestling. Yeah, the the whole
1: movie and and learning more about Andy Kaufman and how he stayed and he and and it kind of gave people who don't really understand wrestling a really good look at what it takes to to be a character to be one of these you know figures in in the world of wrestling and I think Andy Kaufman did an amazing job so we're going to talk with uh, Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart a little bit more you got a few more minutes to stick around we're We're here for you Brian Gene
0: and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning all systems go the best of your rock Rock. morning only on 95 7
1: the rock Gene I know you know me. I uh, do. I'm a Hulkamaniac. What you gonna do, brother, when the 24-inch pythons run wild on you? I grew up a Hulkamaniac. I love Hulk Hogan. I still love Hulk Hogan. I don't care about anything anybody says. You cannot convince me that he is not a real American hero. Hulk Hogan is the man, and we've got his his essentially his best friend. From the last 43 years, Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart is here in the studio with us this morning. How are you, sir? You
4: know, I'm doing great, man. What a great show. You know, I've got to tell you, Hogan and I have been friends for 43 years. We started in Memphis together with Jerry the King Lawler. And uh, believe this or not, if you guys ever come to Tampa, Florida, Clearwater, Hogan has a beach bar there called Hogan's Hangout. and yep. Every Monday night, guess what? We do karaoke! Nice. Oh, oh my it's gosh. packed every week, but he loves it. And we go in there and we do it, but you're uh, still going strong after all these years. Ryan, man. you got to get
3: down there. That's I do. All, that sounds I do. like a party.
4: That sounds, yeah. Like, yeah. Well,
1: you know me, I overdo it, though. You know, I might, I, I have a hard time not yeah, hugging and touching people. And uh, yeah, I just.
4: Look at you, another official Hulk Hogan t shirt. Oh, oh, no.
1: okay. I needed one. I ripped that old one. I showed you the picture of me <laughs> I know, when I was. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I, uh, I, I've loved wrestling my entire life, and I you just said something here in the studio about. Uh, being with dick clark and i thought it was a really cool uh a really cool phrase uh talking about why you're such a lively character in the world of wrestling why you're so colorful why you have the flashy jackets guys like flair of course have the big robes and we remember ravishing rick rude with the tights and of course all the body paint and the warrior with everything
4: and the the streamers on the arms and they're going crazy and i thought it was really interesting what you said about dick clark yeah we uh before i got in the wrestling business i was part of a group called the gentries we had a million seller called keep on dancing you can check it out yep. a lot of people say if jimmy hart's lips are moving he's lying but i'm telling the truth <laughs> but we did bus tours back then and on the on the first tour we did right out of high school back in the 60s we had the beach boys a chuck berry was on it a few other people too wow. but uh, i remember one night with a meeting dick clark said look When y'all are on the stage, just remember one thing every night be colorful, do the best you can, because if you dress like the audience, one day you're going to wind up sitting in the audience. Meaning, give the people their money's worth when they come to pay to see you. So I kind of, when I went over to the WWE, I started wearing all the colorful jackets and everything, and that was part of my character.
1: Legendary. WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart here in the studio with us this morning. New action figure available at Target, correct? Target
4: exclusive. My, my good friend Derek, the promoter, went over to try to buy one, and he said, I couldn't find any left. Now, no. they might have only had one there. Who knows? But, Derek, can, can Derek mention to you about the show tonight? And yeah. We we were gonna, he knows
1: more details than me. I was going to talk to him, speaking about tickets and, and being a part of the audience. Uh, you guys, River City Championship Wrestling, been doing this for a long, long time now. Your eighth annual Broken Hearts and Broken Bones? Eighth annually, yep, we've been running at the Legion. This is the 10th year running at the Legion. Uh, We started every other month or so, hence why there's only eight for February. But now we do every
4: single month, the second Friday shows have been absolutely packed more and more and we love having legends like jimmy in we've had a lot of big shows like that in lacrosse and always have a blast doing it
1: yeah i know bischoff's been here i know flair's been around i know that you guys do stuff out there at champions as well and so we've got river city championship wrestling broken hearts and broken bones tonight at the royal vingers american legion post 52 what time are doors and where do i get tickets
4: uh, online sales, we usually do advanced online sales. That ended yesterday, so tickets
1: only going to be available at the door. We are opening the doors early tonight, 4.30, so everyone can kind of get in, get settled. Meet and greet with Jimmy starts from at 5 o'clock. He'll be there till 7. 7
4: o'clock, we kick off the action.
1: And Jimmy's going to be in Eau Claire yeah. tomorrow night as well. There's another wrestling show. Is this similar to River City Championship Wrestling where they have local wrestlers and Jimmy's going to be appearing and doing meet and greets? Absolutely. Kind of the same deal. That is Alliance Poor Wrestling. Good friends of ours. They'll be
4: running in Chippewa Falls at the 29 Pines Convention Center.
3: Yeah, I see that. 29 Pines Convention Center and Lounge. uh, An unforgettable experience where you can meet uh, Jim, me, and talk and and snap photos maybe as well. And just giving you that opportunity. Your passion for your fans is really remarkable. That's
4: uh... And you know what? We have a special guest coming tonight too, right? Is he going to sing the national anthem? Who's singing the national anthem? Is Bags going to be singing the national oh, anthem tonight? <laughs> I wish you guys could come. Maybe y'all could sneak in. I know y'all are busy, got a lot of things going on, but if you get a chance, please come by.
1: I, uh, I really look forward to seeing the action tonight. I know Bags is excited. Obviously, he and I are, are like that. We're very uh, avid wrestling fans. So, Jimmy, thank you so much for coming in and looking forward to seeing you tonight over at the uh, American Legion Post. Derek, thank you so much.
4: We love you guys, and remember, keep on dancing. Who the
0: hell are you guys? It's the best of your rock mornings. Only on 95.7, The Rock.
2: For months, a woman named Andrea studied for her master's degree in library sciences between dancing naked at strip clubs in Seattle. But then she was sexually assaulted at work and slapped by a customer, and nobody stepped in to help. Now, she and hundreds of other strippers in the state of Washington are fighting for statewide protections that would be the most comprehensive in the U.S known as the Stripper's Bill of Rights. Proposals being considered in the legislature would require a security guard at each club, keypad codes to enter dressing rooms. They
1: don't have a security guard at no the strip I'm club? No kidding. Not, well,
2: it's not mandated. Some that, do, oh, some okay. don't.
1: Alright, well that's like, it seems like a day one thing if you're gonna be a strip club.
2: They also want training for employees on preventing sexual harassment and procedures if a customer turns violent. They would also require training on how to de-escalate conflicts between dancers, employees, and customers.
1: Wasn't a lot of that when I was a strip club DJ back Mm -hmm. in the day. No de-escalating. Bouncer puts you in a headlock and drag your ass out into the parking lot. Beat the (laughs) crap out of you.
2: Uh, Here's a guy who's just living his best life. Cops in Florida got a call the other day about a 49-year-old man who decided to take his truck for a spin on the beach and drive it into the ocean. Uh, You're actually allowed to drive on the beach there, but not always. It was closed to cars at the time because of the weather and the tide was too high, but Jason didn't care. He went around a closed (laughs) gate that said do not enter and drove his Dodge Ram pickup right into the water. Lifeguards were the first to respond after they saw him driving back and forth in the waves and trying to do donuts in the sand. The water he was in was two to three feet high
1: at the time. Oh, snap. That's like up to your window. Right.
2: Cops eventually got him out and onto dry land. And here's the quote that's making headlines. When they said he shouldn't have been driving in the water, he told police, quote, it's not my fault the truck don't surf. It's not my fault the truck don't
4: surf. Yeah, but you shouldn't be driving on the beach when the gates are all closed. Can I get in trouble for Yeah, yeah. To be in or out of this
0: point,
6: I'll make the Facebook page today. I get in trouble for that. The answer
2: is yes. Uh, They charged him with failing to pay a beach access fee. His truck had to be towed, but based on his smile in the mugshot, he doesn't regret it.
1: He was just trying to wash his truck off. That's all. Mm -hmm. He had, you know, he had uh, a lot of dirt and sand on there. He was just trying to wash it off. That's what he was doing on the next episode of Jackass. Get in trouble for that problem? <laughs> I went around the gates to get down right. here. It's not my fault the truck don't know how to surf. <laughs> Trucks know how to surf?
3: He's thought so. Okay. It's not his?
1: Right. <laughs> That's got jackass written all over it. <laughs> or mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that could also. Magic mushrooms, Sean. In case. The magic variety. hmm Could be that. Uh, when people talk
2: about the negative consequences of adult relations... Sometimes they're talking about STDs or relationship fallouts, but there's also the possibility of sustaining an injury
1: while having relations.
2: A recent survey asked people what sex-related injuries they've suffered, and carpet burn is number one. sure. 65% of people have suffered that at some point. Also making the top 10, bruises, a pulled muscle, UTI, and a vaginal tear. A penis fracture ranks at number nine.
1: Yeah, that's. They go up too high and they come down and. Whoops. Mm. You get the oops, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Yes, once again, without the oops. My son is sitting here right now with his hand glued to his penis. Does that make the list? <laughs> no, that did not make the list. No.
2: <laughs> no glue involved. No
1: glue involved. No. <laughs> we got the gorilla glue lady with her hair. Yeah. Jason Biggs humping pies and gluing his hand to his penis. But carpet burns, huh? Mm-hmm. Carpet burns number one. Yeah, well, in, terms of, in terms of regularity, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you go in for carpet burns? To the doctor? Nah, I think you'd be all right. Just rub some salve on it. Yeah, that's right?
3: exactly what you do. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean, how bad is that? I mean, you got to have a really like 70s carpet. I have. With it. like, with dirt particles <sighs> in it that are scratching you up like sandpaper to really mm-hmm. like have to go in for that.
3: This is not the sexy part of the carpet burn, but I had one once in high school. I was it was at Anita Ripp's party when I told you that we had her <laughs> parents were gone, leggings. and you know, the yard yeah, got yeah. tore up with the trucks and the oh, whole yeah. thing, whatever. But it, at some point, I was on her back, and we were doing, like, she was spinning around in bad yeah, decisions, yeah. Drunk, right? Yeah. yeah, stupid shenanigans. And it wiped out, and my whole face, Whoa. like my left think- cheek... Like up up Carpet burn all up on my eyelid. Ooh. Like it was like it was massive and hard to explain. I was gonna say how did you explain that yeah. when you got home? <laughs> Very hard to explain. And it like scabbed and like got Ugh. infected. It was I mean like really, really, really bad. Wow. You get the prize, then. Worst carpet burn story.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And then
3: a- I, and what do you say about that when you go to school? I mean, it just. It's, I don't have a carpet
1: why. burn story, but my mom walked at me having sex with a girl once. I know. I remember that story. Ever, that ever happened to you? <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> I, sorry to be a topper there, but. <laughs> it's I mean, okay. carpet burn's fine, but like when your mom catches you <laughs> mid-coitus. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are you going to school today? Guess not.
6: Nope.